0: And Sir Jeff Hurst the trailer Burkin and Billy Bones A pound old game West Ham United We celebrate our victories We stick together in defeat I'm proud of our history West Ham United More than just a poor frost
3: More than Good afternoon, good evening or good morning. This is more than just a podcast.
2: You haven't got anyone to do podcast have you? Podcast
3: Season fucking
1: folded like a fucking girl.
3: Season thirteen, episode twenty-seven, and the hits keep on rolling. Uh, Back tonight is myself in the hot seat with um, Shedman, aka Nigel Khan. Actually, back at his home. Where are you? What are you doing, Nigel? I'm in my shed. um, John was due to join us, but he forgot. So we were going to record Monday, but Tuesday because uh, uh, Nigel was busy. And then John, just just before uh, we were about to go on air, went, oh, I forgot I'm going to the pub on Tuesday. So he's at the pub uh, and Canontown town, Len, um, two, one, one, he said, I didn't watch the game. <laughs> That's not usually doesn't stop him, uh, but he's busy painting this week. So, um, so no can town, Len, um, but just, just roughly just here a fight between Nigel and myself. We did invite a uh, guest. Uh, some may call him special, but it's just a guest to me.
2: It's Is it Kieran. Long. No, oh, no, Killian
3: was last week. It's oh, Stelios, yeah. the goat herder from West Ham Voice. How are that's you? That's a bit
2: right. Ra- that's a bit racist. I, mean, I expect Nigel to say that. I don't expect you to say that. I thought that. It
3: was, it's a. It's a close <laughs> yeah, but he always
1: nicks things from other people, doesn't he?
3: It's a term what, of endearment.
2: West Ham central.
1: <laughs> uh,
3: Stelios, it's a term of endearment. I know. I know. It's all right. Anyway, oh. welcome, welcome. Thanks for stepping in. Uh, you pleasure. were our first choice. Um, yeah, right. After all the others. No, you were. <laughs> you were. No
1: strings to hold me up.
3: Uh, we've we've had Nick on. We've had uh, um, we've had Russ on. Your mate Russ. We had Kieran on last. Have you heard the uh, the financial um, one with Kieran McGuire last week?
2: I can't say I have yet, Sean. I have been busy. Well, it was you're a one, one of our listeners. <laughs> Seven. Uh, well, <laughs> I will. I, I I will listen to it. I will. I promise. I think. Uh, wow. I mean, well. we
3: haven't got time tonight, but you know, the the stadium figures, the Delaware um caterers have come out this week. figures, So I'm busy crunching through them. And boy, it's some exciting. Uh, the West Ham you
1: know, An- World's on tenner hooks.
3: I know. I know. <laughs> and the- After I provide a summary to the West Ham board, then
2: I'll be releasing it to to. All right. Yeah. What, will you be telling us how many beers have been sold and stuff like no, that? No, you
3: never know what's in there. I haven't read them yet.
1: So. Best thing to do is to uh, quickly go and look at Kieran Maguire's Twitter feed. <laughs> oh.
3: No, we we asked some questions. No, we, he hasn't done them, has he? Uh, today? Yeah.
1: He's done stuff today. Oh, was mm.
3: he? I didn't know. Mm. Um. Anywho, uh, we're here to talk some football. We will talk about transfers later. We will talk about the injury crisis. We call, we'll call... Uh, talk about Caduce and we will talk about this is one of those hooks to keep you listening we will talk about the private message Mohammed Caduce sent me this morning more of that later Um, (laughs) we're here to talk about the FA Cup I think we've only got one game since the last time we spoke um, oh no, we, we we had the Brighton game, sorry, I'm, I'm incorrect, because we recorded before the Brighton game with Kieran, so we played the Gr- Brighton game first. This might not take too long. Uh, Nigel, I know you weren't there, but you, I'm, I'm sure you did watch the game, yeah?
1: Sadly. In between the darts, yes.
3: Really? <laughs> Why did you not go? Uh,
1: because, if I remember right, it was the first day back at work. I was in work till nearly six o'clock, and then the M25 was screwed because the bridge was shut because yep. of the bad weather, uh, so it meant not, couldn't get a train, didn't really want to, really want to take me, well, by the way, yeah, didn't want to take me van, and then thanks to you or someone else, I discovered it was a 7.30 kick-off, not an 8 o'clock kick-off, Correct. It actually meant all the rushing about I was doing was absolutely pointless, so I got home, I think, 10 minutes before kick-off.
3: Well, I decided to drive, <coughs> and that was a mistake. I was thirteen minutes late for the game. Parked in Westfield, like I'm another up mistake, because I missed the turn for the island, as you call it. And and guess what? Got stuck in the car park after the game. Who would have thought, eh? How long for? Only forty-five minutes this time. Oh, that's that's so bad. not bad. That's not bad, is it? And do you know what? I got free charging for. The but season. of course. Yeah, I, told you, for the Tesla.
1: I, I, I told you what to do, didn't I? Before you can park uh, um, at West India Quay.
3: That's where I was going. That's where I sat there, right? Docklands,
1: right, <laughs> railway. <coughs>
3: and I said to Finlay, "Do you think it's this turning for uh, West India Quay? or the next one?" He said, "The next one." It was too late, and he couldn't turn around. And then I just
1: oh, you got well, as the... soon as you come out of the Blackwall tunnel.
3: Yep, I didn't you got take to, that turning.
1: You got to come. You got to keep left.
3: I oh, know, and I didn't. I, I kept right, and then you're fucked.
1: Yeah, Don't yeah, I you know. are.
3: So, yeah, M- my fault, right? I-, I was going to West End Quay, ended up. Anyway, um, you didn't miss much, Nigel, being there.
1: No, no, it, was, it, it does, it does was, seem... It was bloody
3: windy, and the trains were fucked up.
0: Yeah.
3: Apart yeah.
1: from that. Well, did, did, I mean, I, I spoke to my uncle the next day, because he ran me up to with to score, because... The newscaster on Capital Gold gave out the results for the football. And when he got to the West Ham-Brighton game, went, not really worth talking about. And moved on without giving the score. So (laughs) he he then rang me up to go, what happened last night then? Uh, And I went, oh, no, nothing much. He was like, no. And he told me that, yeah, Capital Gold didn't even bother giving the score out. Just phrased it as not worth talking about.
3: I guess the last week summed it up on his own podcast when he said, he said it's the only game I've been to where when the, when the injury time went up at the end of the game with five minutes, both sides booze because they didn't want to go through five more minutes of that. Yeah,
1: yeah. When, So, Nigel,
3: the... come on, you watched it from home. I did. Where did it go wrong? Or was it that Brighton set out their stall to get a draw and stop us playing our game? It just didn't seem to I be d- I don't know if they set out
1: think. to stop us playing our game. I yeah. don't think they set... The Brighton don't set their stall out to stop people playing their game. We possibly set our stall out to stop them playing their game. Now, um, there's it's, it's a few different ways of looking at it. Um, Brighton f- keep a clean sheet for the first time this season. So, good for them, not good for us. Uh, we um, actually lost to them at home last season so this is like a bonus point compared to last season if you're doing the old barometer uh, which uh, Andy's brought back on six foot two for those that keep asking about it we can talk about it later Um, so there is that bonus and Brighton, I think after the game, there was a great stat that Brighton have passed the ball more times than any other team in the Premier League. Now, the fact that when they passed it against West Ham, they didn't really do a lot of it. Now, we are a counter-attacking team. And, you know, they are pretty good as well. They had people out. We had, well, I think I think after we worked out there was five missing, not including Antonio, that you would call first-teamers. So, on on the face of it, it's one of those games where you shrug your shoulders and go, hey, we'd lost that years ago, or yeah. last season, and, and you move on. You know, we're not going to win game after game. We ain't going to play great every game. Well, we don't anyway, but, um, you know, it's just every, every season there's always games like that that happen, no matter who the manager is, no matter who the players are.
3: Well, as your mate said respect the point in the old days and Brighton have been a bogey team Um, I think it was you that pointed out to Kieran last week we've never beat them at the London Stadium
1: that's correct yeah
3: so you know the stats were against us Brighton was a bogey team up to recently I know we we beat them earlier at their gaff yeah Um, (coughs) he did say they're fanny around at the back and they sort of did um, but they didn't take their chances either. I mean, they had a lot more shots than us. If if I'm feeling uh, being a bit generous, I would say they probably deserve to get something out of it more than we did. You know. Well,
1: on the on the balance of play, the the, the only thing for me is they spent a lot of the time passing the ball amongst themselves. Yeah, pass, 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 and and a lot of people can get hung up about that. Me, I ain't got a problem. Stand back, let them pass it. As long as they don't get into dangerous positions where they score, which they did though in a few times, I won't. I'm not going to Andy and say we defended brilliantly because it was by the grace of God that actually Ariola had one of his best games for West Ham. Yeah, and was outstanding. Man of the match. Man of the match. Yeah, man of the match and deservedly so. Um, so
3: and I couldn't believe I dropped him to my bench in my fancy. Well, he scored like that, eleven points.
1: Yeah, that, I mean that, and that that is a tower of the game. We defended well. But our keeper gets us... Our keeper earned us
3: the point. I thought it was a well-deserved point. You know, if anything, I thought we were going to lose it, which would have really pissed me off, and which is why I tweeted out, respect the point, which got me a lot of grief, of course. But like you've just said, I don't think we've got any right to say, you know, we're going to walk this, we're going to win this, we're going to beat Brighton. Brighton are a good team.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: Um... Let's move on to, um, you know, there's not a lot of highlights to talk about. Let's move on to uh, Stel. Stel, did you uh, um, t- take on the storm and the the wet and the rain and yep. the cold? Yep. Yeah, I yep, sure did. Tuesday um, night. It was a bit strange, wasn't it? On the 2nd of January. First was, day back yeah. at work for most New year, people.
2: first day back at work was it like Nigel did. First day back
3: at work. And it and it caught a lot of people out, including me. A half 7 kickoff. I knew it was half seven. I just got my timings all wrong and got there 13 minutes late. Missed 13 minutes and nothing, but still. Um, how did you get there? Did, did you man- brave the public transport?
2: Yeah, on the uh, you go on the overground, get straight to Hackney Wick. It's the easiest way um, for North anyway, London boys, of course. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> you're uh, you still in North London. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Am I still at North London? Yes, I've always been North London.
3: Oh, you, you're North, or, you're a, North sort West of diff- London. You, you were born in North London,
2: were you? I was.
3: Yeah. I thought you were born in Cyprus. Oh,
2: fucking hell. Is that... No, <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> born in Cyprus.
1: No, he was born in the Cypriot corner of London.
2: Ah. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're, you're not wrong. <laughs> where, where is it? Where, where?
3: What Cypriot corner of London?
2: Well, I was born in... Uh, actually, I was born in Islington. Oh, were um. you? Yeah. Um, brought up in North London Holloway labor, area. Um,
3: Tony Blair's sort of neck of the woods yeah yeah but, you, know. that's, you that's say is problem.
1: it and what that's hospital are you of... talking to what, the Whittington hospital
2: no I, I I I think it was the old Royal Free or oh, like something right. something like that yeah But down didn't it I think something like that you know my understanding but that's where I was born North London yeah could have been the Whittington I don't know um yeah maybe a stronghold so, uh, yeah it is it is
3: but let's not talk politics let's not talk about politics you do enough of that uh, <laughs> so's west Ham,
1: sean not not you know the yeah. birthplace of the labour party yeah so.
3: yeah true anyway yeah. Uh, anywho um where where do you sit
2: i'm in the bobby moore lower yeah so um i mean i
3: know that but i was just asking for a our... and
2: it, the game was interesting because it was as nigel said it was that nothing happened I think what, what the highlight for me, when you're in the Bobby Moore lower, you see, you see our, our you know, the attack coming our way or the lack of it. And I think the thing that I noticed most was uh, Bowen's frustration uh, because he didn't have the support he needed up front. So when he's playing with the likes of Paqueta and Kudus and players like that, they seem to have already developed an understanding but uh, without those players, all of a sudden, Bowen looks like he's trying to do the, the job of three men. And that's the, that's the thing that stood out for me more than anything else in the game. The game itself, Nigel said, was quite boring. And if it weren't for Areola, we could have lost well, that game easy. But, let
3: me ask you the controversial question. Go on. Mumbama. This was his chance to shine.
2: Well, that that was the Bristol game, wasn't it? Rather than yeah, the, well, I thought Brighton he played. Game. I
3: thought he got a few minutes on the Brighton game and then on the Bristol game. I thought he got time. Yeah,
2: on time. he didn't get. He didn't get enough time hang, in hang the on, Brighton let
3: game. Let me. Let me. Hang on. Let's just check this out. Right. Uh. All right. Yeah. All right. He came on the seventy-three for Ben Rama on the. Yeah. Brighton I. I,
2: game. I wouldn't. You know. It takes. So he,
3: you... he had. He had with four minutes of uh, five minutes of extra time you know he had a good 25 minutes at the brighton game he
2: didn't he didn't do much but he then didn't. people are going to argue he didn't, he didn't run didn't enough
3: know. people were criticizing him whether this is right or wrong that he didn't run enough he didn't make enough effort he's coming off the bench right well this to is a and he didn't run enough and he didn't well, do enough
2: when he this came is the on. thing about i guess you know when i when i mentioned bowen it's like he was looking for the runners you know yeah. he was looking, and this even before Ben Obama um, uh, came on. Even Ben Rama, there was one point in the second half where Bowen beat something like two or three players, got to the byline, uh, got it, got it across, and there was no one there. You know, and that's what you kind of expect. You've you've, you've got an ex- uh you've kind of uh, expect now the likes of Paqueta and and uh, Kudus, and even Socek, you know, getting that far forward to maybe latch on to the end of it. But uh, before and after, there was one point when when he did that, Ben Rama was still out wide rather than anticipating, trying to cut in to sort of get on the end of it. And Mbama sort of didn't really do much either, to be honest. But I don't want to criticise Mbama because he's... Um, well, we're
3: we're talk... as you say, we'll talk about him on... The Bristol game. That was the yeah. only one, um, surprisingly, um, that was the only substitution. Taking off Ben Rama, who was upset, and we'll come on to Ben Rama after we, we talk about Bristol because there's been some developments there. It was the only one substitution for the whole game on 73 minutes. Um, you know, who did he have on the bench? <coughs> well, he had Corney, eh? he had Ings, he had Coventry. Um, he had Orford, Lang, Casey. I mean, he's not going to use Fabianski or, or Cresswell unless he's got an injure. Yeah, yeah. had know, quite Cornet a few youngsters on the bench a, for that game. Cornet or Ings didn't get a, a, a run out in that game. Um, I, I don't know. Did he just, in the end, settle for the the point in the end? I don't know.
2: This is why people criticising Sean because um, defend, defend. where many where many other managers are apparently they they change, they they bring subs on to change the the game. Um, the criticism of Moyes is that he doesn't do that. Um, but then he's got to look at the bench and ask himself, and I guess he has been asking himself for most of the season, what have I got on the bench that's better than what's already well, on the pitch? That,
3: that's the question. I'm just going to do a stat attack quickly before we move on, because this is the most shocking bit for me. West Ham had 31% at home to 69% Brighton uh, enjoyed. West Ham had six shots, just two on target. Brighton actually had 22 shots, eight on target, which shows what a great job Areola did. Uh, we had two corners, which we did nothing with, to their zero. Uh, we made four fouls to their six. So, you know, on paper, they had much more of the ball, uh, and they had much more shots, and many more on target. You know, on a ratio of 22 shots and eight on target, they probably feel a little hard done by to only come back with a point, if I'm honest with you. Who, who was your man of the match outside of Ariola, Stel? Oof.
2: Either Alvarez or Ariola, it was difficult to pick out one from those yeah, two. Alvarez did a good game. How about you,
3: Nigel?
1: Well, I don't like the way you go apart from Ariola.
3: Oh Because I think he was easily the man of the match. Right, well, there far. you go then. So, the second man of the well, match. So,
1: no one really else stood out, did well, they?
3: Well, I, I thought Alvarez did. I thought Dinos stood out. And I thought Ebonna showed at his age he can still do a decent shift. Yeah, defense. You can't, the defense. not the defenders,
1: you know. No, the defense, but yeah.
3: You you don't think Ogbonna and uh, Mavropanos had a good game against I
1: Didn't say that, did I? Okay,
3: but Alvarez.
1: What I'm saying is is that Areola. I don't. You, you, it, it's a, all right, Sean, Apart from Areola and Alvarez, who was mad of the match? <laughs>
3: Oh Bonner for me. Right.
1: Oh, apart from Ariola, Alvarez, and Oh now who's man of the match?
3: Mavropanos.
1: Um, right. Apart from the, do you see where we're going? Here? It's a bit I, I could stupid. Give you,
3: I could give you a whole list. Yeah. Who are we, for, we, we, are we, Bowen we, and then Emerson, we, we, then James. We, we just Krause, stick
1: with who's we, man of the match, we, not exclusive. You
2: know, then Johnson, it's, it's,
3: then Fournier, then Monbauer, and the bottom of the pile, Benny. There you go. Good, good all to all see that.
2: nothing's changed between the two of you. I was last on. No.
3: Anyway, anywho, right. Let's move on. Respect the point. Uh, how many points have we got? Um, 30, Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Four. I don't Thirty-three know. or thirty-four? I can't remember.
2: Um, seven points to safety. Seven points to safety.
3: Yeah. Any, let's let's move on to the FA Cup. Um, I um, I took the kids and and I I must be honest, right? West Ham made some kind of cock up because. The whole automatic cup scheme did not work. I'd signed up for it. did not work. And they, they did say about it. But I completely forgot to buy my own seat. And then I thought, oh, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll move up, up towards Nigel to get the cheap seats. And I'll bring the kids. So actually, I bought um, eight tickets in the end. Um, and <coughs> I bought one adult ticket for a and seven other tickets. Uh for a quid each. So seventeen quid for eighteen. How tickets. old how old is kid for? Eighteen. Three? Oh, was it? Eighteen. Eighteen, yeah. How old are your kids? Uh Finley's seventeen. <laughs> mm, he yeah. is seventeen.
1: No, I know, I know that. So obviously the older
3: and and um Laura no. is just eighteen.
1: And then there's another older one.
3: And then there's Laura Julia. Who's fourteen?
1: Oh, the older
3: one's son. And Sophia yeah. who's twenty but looks fourteen.
1: Well that is true, yeah. The but she looks fourteen. Of lot. You saw her. You yeah. met her. She looks
3: fourteen. And I'll tell you another thing, right? Right? Don't listen, West Ham. But I found out on Cup games and European games, the stewards don't do the revenue protection. Really? No. They don't do it. They're helping people because cause there's a lot of other people. They're helping people get through the door. They're not looking at the revenue protection. Premier League games, bang on. They're looking at revenue protection to make sure the right people are coming through. Cup games, League, FA Cup, Europa, they're not, the revenue protection people are not there. I know that.
2: Doesn't matter for a quid, does it, really?
3: We does mat for a quid. So, so, um, and I gave two of the tickets away. Um, well, actually, I had a, I had a, a spare, which <laughs> Nigel said, because Nigel also forgot to get his normal ticket. And he was in row, uh, 70. I was in row 62. Um, which perhaps it, it was
2: because
1: people like you bought with Marvel couldn't get my seat. Well, so you I only were, got were one really late.
3: I was late. You were really
1: yeah. late. <laughs> no, it, yeah, it was, and it was just... a sellout,
3: you know. So it didn't make, you know, it didn't. We didn't make a lot of money from it. But in some ways, that's good. You know, selling out kids. For, there was a lot of kids there. Obviously, it was like 9,000 um, uh, Bristol Bristolians. fans. And they were. They were good. They were loud. And I'm sure you walked past the loop road to Pudding Mill Lane like I did. <laughs> and they'd like they won the game. They were so happy. And they were giving us a bit of banter. I and mean, there's no violence, I saw. But it was... um. High spirited, let's just say, they were singing. Yes,
1: one one Bristol girl said in a West Country accent about how shit we are, and yeah, our point yeah. you know, there's a your back. And, still and you bait were, us. Um,
3: yeah, they were singing "Champions of Lo- uh, Europe." You're having a laugh was their their main chant yeah. as they. But they were everywhere. They they just on in that sort of Putney Mill Lane, they outnumbered us. But you know, it was all good spirited. So let's talk about the game. Nigel, let's start with you again. I know you were there because you were sitting <coughs> a few seats down from me, next to my kids. Did uh, Did Finley talk to you much with his with his girlfriend?
1: No, no, no. Did in fact, start- I, I don't know if you noticed, I did move along back uh, into my original seat because whoever bought my half-time. seat never bleeding saying it.
3: I, I saw you moved at time. Yeah. yeah. So no,
1: whoever bought my seat didn't say it, and it was, felt a bit funny sitting further along. You know when you did when you? you when you you know when you got a season ticket. And you're not sitting in it, it feels a bit funny.
3: It's it was bloody cold.
1: Didn't you feel a bit funny sitting up oh, yeah. There?
3: yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it didn't feel natural. I mean no. sitting down didn't feel right. Sitting so, that length and look, I love that you get the um the the whole sort of you can see the whole formation. Yeah. That's really cool. And yeah, but it don't really lot, matter to you because
1: you don't really watch the game, do you? Because yeah. you're always on your phone or filming the away fans or filming the own fans or, or checking, you know, how your shares are doing. With me, I like to watch the game. So I'll sit <laughs> up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a strange thing, isn't it? But anyway, I mean, the, look, FA Each Cup day. Oh, I don't know.
3: Sunday, two o'clock. Let's get the elephant out of the room on that. Yeah, I don't know why that second. was the case. It wasn't for start. on TV. Why does it have to be some... I mean, I know we played on Tuesday. Was that was that part of the reason?
1: No, how many cup games... Well, why? Because you play Wednesday, Saturday in the league. Yeah, you know, you're right. So, um, how many cup games were being played in London at 3 o'clock on Saturday? I'd like to know. I don't know. Um, but... Um, Sunday 2 o'clock just
3: seems wrong. You know, especially you that. had Arsenal
1: and Liverpool at home, so the police yep. would have had to have been busy there. With 9,000 Bristol fans, you know, the police were out in force because um, Bristol City can, you know... Oh, I was can, told, yeah, anti-Sheldon was a little bit Yeah, Yeah, can have now. a tear-up. Um, so you, there was like... You know, it's just seemed nonsense. But anyway, the, the, the game, you know, good start. I mean, the sell-out crowd... I mean, there was obviously a lot of people took advantage of buying a cheap ticket and never yeah. turned up because there was quite a few empty Well, uh, you did <laughs> you Did you see
3: that? Were people just buying points? Yeah. For a quid?
1: Well, this is this is the thing. I think there was a bit of a bit of that to go going on. Um, I I think back to the days at Upton Park, Bristol City at home, third round of the FA Cup. It would have been a cheap ticket. I I mean. It still would have only been twenty-five thousand top whack. Quite how we get sixty odd thousand, or well, they brought down nine. So, so it was. Oh, like, I think they what fifty-two thousand.
3: 50... I heard on the concourse a lot of. Um, yeah, West but that's Dodsy, West... isn't it? He's a West Ham yeah, just... fan. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't just was, Dodsey. I heard other Bristol fans.
2: They were they, 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 West Ham's got a few Which in down in the West
1: out. Country.
3: So, Did you hear any Bristol fans in Bobby Moore Lower? Um...
2: Well, I had um, I had uh, Jake Jake's dad standing next to me, and they're from the West Country, yeah. so he was talking. There there's a the few West same.
3: Ham fans that do come from Bristol, I not Yeah, there's, there's loads few, that, that, that
1: way. So, you know, I would not take that, but I just I don't it was know. a big
3: day out, though, wasn't it? And yeah, it's a, it's a
1: day. You know, there was it was the whoever was sitting next to me. It was their only game that season. Yeah. You know, family, yeah. three kids, mum and dad, and people in front of me, that's the same. You know, it's a gateway game. That's what it is. It's a gateway game for the kids. And I yeah. suppose fair play that we we, we had so many uh, so well, many attending. Um, yeah. it, is, that, it is, so, It is that you know,
3: affordable football. Stop,
1: can you stop fucking punting that out? Like some tag word. They're not paying you to do it, Sean. £25... Yeah. Pounds.
3: For the tickets including the booking fee and i got a meal a meal deal at greg's right it, which is this um baker's uh, chain in canary wharf for 20 21 pounds for six six meal deals that's yeah, not bad you, is it
1: yeah you hear yeah. on. hero um affordable football
3: yeah Nigel. anyway
1: but that weren't but Greg's ain't part of affordable football that the ball keep wanting you to spin out yeah, well wait, if collops. I'd have bought in the grounds, then you know. I would have and it, isn't it funny football. that we used to have two or three kids for a quick game in the league yeah but we don't have any now but yeah. anyway yeah. so success. affordable football though success Uh, well, yeah maybe but the game good start obviously go one nil up
3: Bowing Pat- again
1: Pack a tar limps out, yeah. and realistically, that's about it for highlights for West Ham. <laughs> we have to we puff. Bristol come out, they were a bit tough in the tackle, but they're going to be, aren't they? You know, their manager's going to be into them. He's going to be saying, Look, you know, they, 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 these Premier League fancy Dan's, which, you know, we, we, they would be classinesses. Going they ain't well. gonna I
3: mean to be fair they ain't gonna like their, it, are their, they? Their crowd was right behind them, but I thought yeah. we were quiet as ever. East end ever. bounce
1: around. We? I we don't would. know <laughs> what that is, but
3: the stadium still. was quiet from a <laughs> Western point of view.
1: Sean, the stadium's always quiet. But don't worry, because the the answer is there. It's called the Ironworks Alliance, and they were gonna <laughs> they were gonna fill out the did Bobby you, Moore lower. Did, did you spot them still? The you, Ironworks uh,
2: Alliance. you, you the
1: find Ironworks anything more about that, that, that? says it all, really. Who, no, seriously.
2: More? Who are the Ironworks yeah. Alliance? The,
1: the Ironworks Alliance. They they intrigue me because they they in theory they wanna they wanna be like the Ashburton Ooh, Army or, or the. Uh, Shut up and let me talk. Uh, the Ashburton Army or the Crystal Palace Ultras or that. He doesn't know. They want to bring a bit of life. Well, they see, oh, At the moment, I'll tell you who they are. They're a Twitter campaign, Sean. Right. Because that's all they seem to you be. You mean the
3: next campaign.
1: They, they had a chance to get in and get the tickets in the area, mobilise you know, the, the people that want to sing songs. They want to bring an atmosphere into the ground.
2: Or it didn't fly work. Fly flags. it was the quietest I've ever been. In well, more, they,
1: though, they say they don't want to fly flags and and, and whatever. And, and, you know, we could have an argument about why is the stadium so quiet? Why is the stadium so well, quiet?
3: I, well, I'll tell you why it's so quiet, Nigel. And I was talking to your mate, Paul Turner, about this, right? In 2016, a company called Rockwall made this bold claim that they had used special material that acoustically changed the stadium to seal in the sound and make sure for a great atmosphere. Uh, From moving around, from sitting up where I sat with you on on Sunday and um, on Monday being down there, I've realised something over the years, and I'm sure this comes as no surprise, sound does not travel in that stadium. The acoustics do not work. So you can be singing in one section... And they've got no idea. A hundred feet away, in another section, it just doesn't travel. And I'll go one step further. Um, I have no. I've never heard Bobby Moore lower sing. It, the sound just doesn't travel that fast, Dale. It really that, doesn't. That, I'm sure it's nice to That's
2: partly true, um, but at the same time, I think um, a lot of the early games don't make for a good atmosphere. And then, of course, people are going to say. The, the nature of the way we play in football at the moment doesn't make for a great atmosphere either. I think it's a, it could be a combination of all. You know, you are right. I mean, but we'll start singing sing. a song. I mean,
3: there was Pockets in, in the upper. I was quite surprised how much, you know, they do sing in the upper. Never heard them before, not, not from the lower. I mean, we do sing quite a bit in the lower, but I couldn't hear them on Sunday, whether that's because they weren't singing. It, it's so hard to tell. Um, it's just the sound. It, it, there's almost <coughs> the opposite of the claim that says we keep we trap the sound in and we make it like you know we we create this acoustic <coughs> bubble sure bristol
1: opposite. city made a noise
3: yeah they did uh, <coughs> well that's our still right bobby moore lower did you hear the bristol boys Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. They, no, that's yeah. We priest. did my against my argument blows out of the water really. Doesn't no,
2: I? but that's, that's direct. That's, that, that's, you know, that's, six, that's one big section. That's, that's, that's 9,000 fans. 9,000 fans a big day out. Yeah. If you've got 9,000 fans. Did seconds, you hear him I mean,
1: constantly or was it at certain no, times? No, no,
2: no, it was at certain times. Right.
1: Um, Cause this is, is the thing, <laughs> but, and this is where I will obviously criticize Sean. Cause we've got the stadium that Sean was quite happy to get at the end of the day. Um, and he was happy to get it through through the years from twenty eleven onwards. He was he was happy with the stadium yep. and the way it was gonna be. Um the disjointed stands obviously caused a problem. Even Bristol City fans found themselves singing two different songs uh, many a time. The only time they really got a noise going was when they doing that East End bounce around, um, which all nine thousand were doing. Um, but it was easy because they it started on the lower tier, and in the upper tier could see what was going on, and they copied it.
0: Right.
1: So that was when they really made a noise. Um. So, but it, it there's so many reasons why the stadium's so quiet. The, um, sometimes I think the age of the fan base. I think we're quite an aged fan base. Also, at that cup game, there will be. I would I would as a guess ten to fifteen thousand fans that have never been to a game before.
3: Yeah, I, I meet you right. That's right. true. <laughs> <So> <laughs> this there is, did seem to be a lot of yeah. people.
1: So this is now what you got is probably nine thousand Bristol fans, of of which probably seven to eight thousand go every game. And we've got I I won't not you know, what we got is the, 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 the gateway entrance supporters, the one game a season fans for whatever reason, financial and can't get tickets because of the way we sold season tickets at the stadium. I mean, there's not match day tickets to be had. And then again, the price that West Ham charged for a match day ticket might price them out. As you said, Sean got, you know, eight tickets for 25 quid or whatever it was he paid. So, um, where if you want to buy a ticket in where Sean was sitting uh, for the Bournemouth game, it's going to set you back 35 quid just for one seat. So,
2: and it'll be double that in the Bobby Moore Lower.
1: So, and then, so, they, and so, they lie in the problem while we've become the type of club that we have become. They, they, they sold it wrong in the sales Centre. Um, the disjointed stadium and the makeup of the fan. And at the end of the day, I don't know. I. Maybe I'm part of the problem, yeah, you know, some may have noticed I'm not a big jump up and singing fan anymore, no, the reason not. for is because I'm so detached from the action on the pitch, I'm just a watcher now, it's, it's almost like sitting at home and watching it on TV, you don't sit in your living room and sing, why not, because they can't hear you Well, guess what? (laughs) Where are I sit, They can't fucking hear me either. (laughs) So I'll just sit there and watch the game. I'm just going
3: to bring us back to the game quickly. Uh, Stat attack, 57% possession for West Ham. Bristol had 43%. We had 17 shots, four on target. They had 11 shots, five on target. We had eight corners. Couldn't capitalise on them with James Wall-Prowse. They had six. We fouled nine times 30 West Ham uh, to their six... Stel, I just wanted to bring you back to the football. I assume you were there uh, in your Bobby Moore um, uh, lower. I did, was. Did yep. you did you think? I mean, it seemed a strong team. When you looked it was at the a lineup, strong team. you know, Fabianski, yeah. Sufal, Mavropanos, Suma was back, Emerson, Sucek, Alvarez, Bowen, Warprowse, Fornells, Lucas Paquitar, uh who obviously didn't last. Um, on
2: on paper, it looked good. On paper, it looked good. We started off well, um, uh, as was said. Uh, and We've I think... See goal after
3: four minutes. Pakatan replaced after 14 minutes with Mombama.
2: But that weren't the only... Re- I, I, the, the, one of the reasons why I think we kind of went quiet. I know a lot of people are saying that we scored the goal and sat back. I didn't see that in the first half. Um, but I think what did us is... Um, the way they laid into us cuz if that if that game had had var i think one or two of their players might may, may have got uh, maybe i know, the, the challenge on Mavropanos, for example if you know that the, yeah. the, the player who, that who was
3: also him. replaced on 39 minutes with ogbonna oh, yeah. uh, and and he got as we know we're we'll talking about this later but some uh, bruises got wits and,
2: and possibly more he got flattened and usually in a Premier League game, VAR might look at something like that and there was no VAR yeah. in this game. And I, I think it was in a way Nigel, I agree with you. But in another way, it was like some of the challenges that were going in were quite brutal. And as you, you rightly say, when you play a lower league team, you're going you to expect that. And I think that kind of inhibited a few of our players. They were like, what on earth is going on? Because the minute Alvarez tried to do it, of course, he got a yellow card. Yeah. And um, maybe one or two of our players Alvarez, were, both weren't were ready cards. for that. No, um, it
1: showed they didn't like it up them, to no. coin a phrase. Yeah. We I mean, didn't.
3: I mean, it, it suited Bristol. I mean, they, as I said, they celebrate it like a win uh, scoring on the, um, what was it, 70, 61st the, minute, actually. And they deserved
2: their equaliser. They, they did. The it, was the it was coming. It was coming. Coming. We yep. kept
3: on saying it's coming. Yeah. Um. Moyes made a triple change. Unlike him, to use. Uh, there was a
1: reason for that, Sean.
3: Well, we scored. Uh, they no, scored. No, no, Go on. no, no, no.
1: No, no, no. Why? Why a triple change? Uh,
3: I I don't know.
1: Yeah. So you got to remember what the rules of substitutions are.
3: Well, I think you can make three substitutions right but, there you go we would already you, done two singles done already done two so the last one that was it you can only you can make a maximum of three can,
1: yeah so if he was bringing on Ings, i think and then it was realized i don't know if it was brought to his attention and then corn appeared and then um i forgot who the third sub was well so it was
3: uh, was replaced by johnson on 74 yeah. Uh, Alvarez That's was it. replaced by uh, Ings, and yeah, was so replaced by Ben Corne. Johnson.
1: So those three, at first, because obviously being up in that position, I can see it. Only Ings was standing there, yeah. and all of a sudden, Cornes joined him after about a minute because the ball hadn't gone out of play. And then you could see Johnson was getting ready, and 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 the reason for that oh, was it. I think Johnson actually was there first. Then it was Corne appeared. And you think that he's finally realised this is his last throw of the dice. Yeah. He don't get to bring another sub on, because we'd already had two substitutions. You can bring five subs on, but like it has to be tranches. done in yeah, three chances. Yeah. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Anyway, look, it, uh, we're playing a lot of games. I think we've played is it 30 games? Was that our 30th game? Um, this season we could have done without another replay well, all right
1: look what well, in 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 that regards in Sean, what why why is that a problem for our players
3: because we've got such a small squad
1: oh, all right what, what what do you think what the so playing too many times what makes them tired does it or is is it well what? we
3: just don't rotate enough we got we've, but
1: we've, all right why can't a professional footballer and this is a thing that's really beginning yeah, to bug me now why on. can't a professional footballer play two games a week
3: I don't know. I, it's a good question, which I don't know the answer. But they don't seem to. Certainly, Kirk Zuma can't play two games a week
1: because we, 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 because I go work five days a week. And funny enough, when I work away from home,
3: are you saying it's a it's a modern infliction?
1: Well, I do. I can do. I've done. I, without going to recently I've been known to do twenty-two hour days. But I still get up and go work the next day. I'll, I'll have my six hours kip and then I'm up at work. 22 hours, non-stop. Go keep for six hours. I don't ring my boss up and go, work too many days this week, I need a day off. Yeah. Every day, day in, day out. I don't complain about fatigue. I don't complain about tiredness. When they're playing football games, they ain't training. So they'll train That's for ridiculous. a couple of hours a day and they, or they'll play football.
2: This is the thing, though, Nigel, isn't it? And this is another thing that the fan, bla- fan base are, are split on yet again, is the, the criticism of Moyes that he's playing the, the players into the ground. Yeah. And I remember, I think it might have been you that said it some time ago, some of the ex- old ex-players used to say that they would rather play yep. than train. Yep. You know, they'd rather play two games a week than, than train, you know, and... Uh, and this is the thing I don't understand. You, you're spot on. You know, players are should be uh, fit enough to be able to play two games a week with no trouble. Um, but yet, when we when when Moyes try to, tries to do that, he's accused of playing the players into the ground as if they're, they're playing a game every every day. And the only it is thing a, that
1: baffles me about it is, if you was going to rest. Or if you was if you was going to put your your first team out, so we've had two cup ties recently. If you was going to put your best team out and your B team out, I'd have done it the other way round.
2: Because we had a better chance in the because we were in the quarterfinals of the cup. <laughs> you know, yeah. just
1: you know, yeah. you're playing Bristol City. I I was I was a bit baffled walking in there. How strong he went, especially with Pat Gatard playing.
2: I guess yeah. he did that, though, because it's interesting. I had a debate on this on Facebook a little earlier. He must, he'll must. he probably be looking at it. I'm not saying he's right, uh, but he'll probably be looking at it and saying to himself, the game at Liverpool was in between, who was it, Arsenal, Man U, or whatever teams we were playing at the time. Yeah. bit of a congestion, so I'll give other players a, an opportunity to, to play there. And then he's looking at Bristol and going won't get a game for another two weeks so long as we win it. Uh, Play our strong team now, they've got two weeks off. It it just hasn't worked out that way, has it? No. But yeah, I agree with you. You know, I probably would have done the same thing. I probably would have played a strong team um, against Liverpool and put out a slightly weaker team against it. But in the end, though, because of all the injuries, it was a slightly weaker team. Ended
1: up yeah, having... <laughs> I, 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 the mad thing is, I won't ever criticise him for 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 picking a strong team and getting injuries in a cup game because, as we've seen with Antonio, injuries can happen anytime.
0: in training. Yeah. Injuries
1: can happen at any time. You, you know, they, they they might have two weeks off, and then because they've not they've, they've had a or they've had a week off with no games, we might have had three or four injuries in, in the Sheffield United game. Great. Because you you know injuries occur at any time. You can't. You we could question the pack of tar, but again, I wouldn't really throw that at Moise's door, because we all know um, that you know the days of of the Magic Sponge Man physio, being the one deeming who's fit or not, are long gone. Yeah, we got doctors, physios, we got everything. The medical yeah, department is five or six people. That look at all the data of a player and they then say to the manager, yeah, he's good or yeah or no yeah. he's not. Agreed. Yep. So actually it ain't on Moyes that Pakatar got injured. He would uh-huh. have been told Pakatar yeah. is fit to play. Yeah. So he picked okay. him.
2: Yep. And and the irony um Nigel is if he didn't pick him and had him on the bench, people will complain. Why are you not? Why have you not? Why have you got Pacatar on the bench instead of yeah. playing him? Well, that's that's a good. You link. can't win either way, can you? It's really? a good link no.
3: to move over to some injury news, some player news, and some uh, uh, transfer news up to date. Look, there's been a lot of talk about Pacatar today. Uh, Jacob Steinberg uh, wrote that um, he's out for four weeks. Uh, our senior source say slightly different. Yes, it's looking grim. Uh, the, the scan is is not good. On his calf injury. Uh, he's going to a specialist tonight. He's, he's seeing a, a calf specialist this evening. Um, but my senior source says... What's that, a vet? No one really knows. So, yeah. uh, you know, Jacob and others saying four weeks, it's speculation. They could end up being right. Obviously, they're not happy with the, the scam results. They're going for a second opinion. Uh, his injury, calf injury is not here. Well, let's hope
1: Mr. Geezer advertises his pet plan because he is the super vet. So if anyone knows about (laughs) calves,
3: Pacitar, truth is we don't know. He's seen a specialist tonight. We see Boeing is another one where again, people have said he's going to be out for a long time. No one really knows. They cannot scan him properly. Like a lot of things. He's got a really badly swollen ankle. He twisted his ankle. It's badly swollen. They can't do a proper scan. My senior source said, We're waiting for the swelling to go down before we can do uh, a proper scan. There is concerns. It's ligament damage. If it's ligament damage, he will face a lengthy time off. But Martinius also said, too early to say, until the uh, swelling goes down, no one can properly tell you because we can't do a proper scan. Um, Mavropanos, Dinos, uh, there are rumours that he had cracked ribs. We don't think that's true. Again, he—he, he, I think he, they're badly bruised. I don't know if he'd be fit for the next game. Uh, but equally, a little bit of speculation about uh, Crack Ribs. I'm sure they would have been able to tell by now. Um, last I heard is, um, you know, maybe bruised. We touched on Antonio. Antonio slipped, as we know, in training that uh, Nigel alluded to. Uh, out for up to six weeks, somewhere between four and six weeks. Uh, has affected his, his comeback. Um, maybe uh, that's showing his bit of his age. In, interesting, he went on the podcast, I don't know if you heard it, uh, was talking about Kira and said he didn't know um, about Kira until he came in to the training ground. <clears throat> no one else was there except Kira doing his medical um, and, and sort of suggest it wasn't discussed with him. I don't know why Kira going. Would be discussed carer. With him. carer would be discussed with him look the guy was unhappy, he wanted to go back to Germany. they couldn't find him a German uh club and he went back to France instead, which is I think where he was one beforehand uh we've got a fee uh a, a loan fee he was on eighty grand a week they're paying his wages. They're paying a loan fee of uh, €500,000, which is £431,000 as a loan fee, and a £9.5 million uh, option to buy, which is €11 million. So, you know, that would mean we paid, I think, £10 million from PSG. That would mean almost, you know, we get 18 months and we get our money back, which I don't think is bad business. You can't force people... Uh, to stay one disappointing uh, update is um a or a gird as some people call him um, he had a virus and didn't play before afcom miraculously he got well and suddenly reported for his training camp uh, camp in morocco um when i first ran this story on on X people were giving me grief going all speculation but look he's been there's been word out since the summer he's not happy and he wants to move on i don't know if it's the manager the club the country his teammates whatever but his agents have made it very clear they want to move him on and it's very clear that he doesn't want to play for west ham anymore what what i've been told is we're waiting for offers we're not prepared to let him go at a loss we want our 30 million back we want to find cover if we cannot get at least 30 million if we cannot find a replacement for him he's not leaving Um, and we'll see how that pans out after Afcon. Benny Benrama uh, there was uh, problems at the FA Cup Um, he refused to warm up Uh, rumours are that he refused to um, go on Um, he has gone to France at the moment I don't know if he's got permission to do that or not uh, and his house is up for sale. Now, I know he rented it. He's got a house in Biliriki. Um I know he rented it. Uh, who knows why his house is up for sale? Um, whether, you know, the landlord gave him notice, whether he gave notice. Does it mean anything? I don't know. But he, he, he appears that Ben Ram is angling for a move um, as well. As for uh, transfer news, finally, um, there is none. Um Senior Source said today, nothing is close. We are looking across the whole of the market. We want quality, not quantity. There, you know, in the January window, uh, money will be made available. Um, there, You just can't, you struggle to get the quality. We want the quality. Most people letting them go is because the quality is not there. It's not working out their clubs. Uh, and they're not letting their best players go. And if they are, it's because they're in serious money trouble um, and they want to, have completely over the odds. So I think take a lot of the transfer news you see currently with a pinch of salt because nothing is close. Kira's gone, Kara's gone, but but nothing is close. And and the and the last one is, is on the uh, Kudos. I did say I'll give you an update. So I asked the senior source um yesterday, I said um he he didn't play in the friendly against um Nambia. Kudos. Nibia. I, uh Nibia and I said, Nibia. Sorry? Namibia. Namibia. And I said, um, you know, what's the score? And he said, well, he's still got got a a hamstring. He's still recovering from that at home in Accra, in in the capital of Ghana, and he's receiving treatment. But at least he's being sensible about it because the concern was they would rush him back. Um, I was also told this morning that he plans to travel with the team uh, to the finals, even though he won't be training to begin with, and he could be likely to miss the first game. Um, and I did say well, i got. Well, the
1: update from Ghana Go on. is the star man will not be part of the team that plays in Namibia Sean, yeah. uh, in Have the pre AFCON friendly tomorrow, but will likely join the team any time from tomorrow. This is my favourite bit. As reported earlier, the player was nursing a minor injury, and Accra offers the best opportunity to continue that recuperation. The Ghana Black Stars currently have some of the best medics on the continent and in control of the situation. All right,
3: well, here's a story, right? Um, This is where I release why Mohammed Kudos, he messaged me this morning and asked me for a favour. This morning, I became aware that Kudos's, Kudos's barber had posted a video on TikTok of him in his house, getting a haircut and getting a massage, getting treatment in his house, in in Accra. Uh, And I I posted two videos. uh, They were publicly available on TikTok and and I reposted them on Twitter. And about 10 minutes later, (laughs) I get a direct message from Mohamed Gudos going, uh, hello, uh, for privacy, uh, could you... And respect, could you please take those two videos down uh, of me receiving treatment in my own house? Uh, which I said, yeah, OK. Uh, Why
1: would you do that anyway, Sean?
3: Come on. Well, they're public. It's in the public domain. It's not like I was given a, a private video. His barber posted these on TikTok. Not, not private message, not limited. He posted on TikTok. So, you know, that's in the public domain as far as I'm aware. Right? It didn't seem... You know, the bloke... There's a group of people... I don't know if you saw the videos. There's a group of people in his front room. You know, he's having a massage.
1: But how many people watched the TikTok video from his I, barber?
3: I don't know. Obviously, I was tipped off about it. Because I yeah, didn't know you his see? barber. But anyway, look, I took it down immediately. I said, look, no problems. And he said... Uh, thanks, mate. Or, not? he didn't say mate. He said thanks. I was gonna say, I, yeah. He didn't say I mate. <laughs> I'm
1: guessing he do not talk like that. He speaks very
3: good English. I mean, a little bit broken English, but he says thanks and he had a praying thing and said Do you oh, want me mess. to do
1: my best, like a Ghanaian accent?
3: Oh, please don't. No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's pretty good. When I tell George this, what do you reckon George said to, to, straight away? Nigel.
1: Uh, I, I nearly said something uh, I shouldn't have said. Uh, who cares?
3: Ask him to come on the podcast. Oh, right. So I've just uploaded videos of him privately and taken them down. he go, you should take the opportunity to go, since I've taken the videos down, you should invite him on the podcast. I invited Stella as well. So uh, Sorry. Instead. Um, so, <laughs> Mami Kudos was number one guest. You were number two, so. No. <laughs> but, <clears throat> I didn't ask him. Uh, right, that's the news. Um, you know, basically, um, as people on X Twitter have gone, we're doomed. We're doomed. You know, it's it's the West Ham way, isn't it? You know, every injury we can pick up, we've got.
1: It's just football, isn't it? It you is not it football. Spurs you know? had it recently where they lost three blokes in one game. You know, and, that's and this, what, this what, is what shows up
3: our reliance. And to be fair to David Moyes, right, it's not that he just likes to play the same eleven. When he gives the opportunity, you know, for all the moaning with Agur, Benrahma, Fornauz, um even Mumbama, When we give the opportunity to all these players, Ings, wh- what do they do? You know, they haven't set the world on fire. Now, you could argue, well, if they don't get enough game time, they can't get up to speed. But you've got to grab your opportunity when you get it.
2: But here's the, here's the thing. There are one or two players that have been sitting on the bench and they have taken their opportunities. Mapropanos is one. Yeah, Yeah, agreed. Um, Oggy, who we've mentioned already, you know, um, stalwart professional. You know, he hasn't complained. And the minute he's asked to to come on, he he puts all of his effort in. And, funny enough, uh, Ben Johnson. Has taken his chance. I think it's well, so, played. So, okay. have
1: you have you said the thing about a good? What's going on what, with him being touted around? leave? yeah, eight?
2: he's been touted around. So,
3: so he he wants to move. Why? <coughs> we don't know, and and the club don't know, but his agents are very insistent. Now, some people, if it meets their agenda, would say because he can't get on with Moyes. Some people would say he's not settling in in London, or the Premier League. But whatever it is make no doubt about it. He wants to move or his agents are saying he wants to move. Mm. I think the player has indicated. And you know the club, I mean, it was a bit of a giveaway where Billy McKay, um, when was asked about it, said, oh, I don't know about that. You know, he had a chance to kill it dead, but it's not dead. The seniors all said, unfortunately, he just doesn't seem to want to play for us. He wants to play for his national team. He doesn't want to play for us. You know, and when you're in that situation, I know he's, I don't think fans are too worried about it, you know. He, he's a bit hit and miss. He's, he's done some really good things. He's a good defender, but he's made some really bad mistakes.
2: Of course, he's him. not set the Premier League on fire. No, I, and, I was expecting. More and maybe from that's him. part of it. Maybe he wants to.
1: Oh, I would say he's actually the, the type of defender that would play for West Ham, and and by that is that if he had set the the, the Premier League on fire, if he was an outstanding, world class international defender. Um, other Premier League clubs would we'll be, be looking. looking at him. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, uh, yep. I mean, someone know.
3: suggested he could go to Arsenal, but I, I don't. No, they not. not. I mean, they're the the be. other problem we've got. I tell
1: you what, though, no, if he'd played, if he'd been playing against Bristol City, not Zuma.
3: Well, this is the other. Problem. Not sure that goal goes in. I mean, I didn't yeah, mention about true. Zuma. Zuma, you know, as as the senior source said, you know, nice guy and everything, but his knees are fucked. Hmm. And he can't play. He played 29 uh, games out of 57 last year, or 58, whatever many we played. He's played 16 out of
2: 30. But he can sure. play about
3: half the games,
2: we knew he's this. never going to be... We knew this the day... Now, the I know day we did, Moise and that's why Chelsea sold him. Yeah, and I never forget the backup, rigmarole. Right? You, that's yeah. why you need
3: and It can't just be Oggy and Mavropanos. You know, if anything, we probably need... A couple more cent if Gerd's going to go.
1: Nah, no. Oh, if it if, if you've got four, if we it's if we kept them, yeah, yeah. Do all four work well? At the end of the day, Oggy and Mavropanos are like defenders number three and four. Yeah, yeah? yeah. Our, our main pairing is a Gerd and Zuma. Yeah. So to have Oggi and, and Mavropanos behind them is is. it though? If you're workable. in Europe as well, if we qualify, yeah. For Europe, yeah, it's again. entirely workable. You don't need five. No, no. Look, the the thing about West Ham is that a lot of people get get hung up. And they, they complain about the state of our bench. Yeah. yeah? If 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 we've got defenders, uh, um, as good as the ones that are on the pitch, and they're not playing, they ain't going to be happy seeing at West Ham.
2: It's no. exactly what I've been saying, Nigel. You know, yeah. we we I've kind of you know talked about other teams who have got. You know, 17, 18 world-class players. Yeah. Uh, you know, and half of them know they're going to sit on the bench and they'll be rotated, etc. And it, they, whether they accept it or not, look, Calvin Phillips, for an example, or yeah. Grealish when he went to Man City, they kind of know. Uh, but because they're at that sort of club, they know that's going to happen. They accept it. You get, yeah, they accept it. The minute you get, you're spot on. The minute you get beyond your first 11, if you get a player of that calibre. They're expecting to come into West Ham and play straight away. They don't. They're not expecting to yeah. sit on the bench for even yeah. a minute. And this is the problem that we have. That uh, you know, you want you want better players, but at the same time, what was it that Kudus was asking when he was before he was signed? He was asking I, I, about I, I, how I much game to time you get, yeah, and stuff like that. because you know. he was worried that he might be sitting on the bench. Yeah, and well, it shows how much we...
3: we're missing. You know him now you take away Pakatar kudos Bowen you know you don't see him yeah, but sean
1: point. i think if you went to villa yeah and 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 removed two or three of their players when I mean, we had five players out yeah against brighton if you if you took away ollie watkins yeah if you if you took away um john mcginn out of the villa team if you, yeah, if you no, took it, away like um louise then all of a sudden, Philip may, may struggle. Yeah. Because, and this is the thing, if you can keep your best 11 on the pitch playing, or say, we we could probably have 13, 14 pretty decent players. If you keep them all fit and playing and rotated and, and whatever, it is a good chance you do well. The problem, which all clubs like West Ham and that ilk are going to have, even Newcastle are finding that now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. injuries start to bite and then they well, just haven't got it on the bench because people won't sit on the bench
2: well, Calvin well, Phillips right. will
1: sit at Man City all day long why? because he wins an FA Cup medal he wins a Champions League medal what's he going to win you know elsewhere sitting on the bench well, Yeah, nothing
3: and we, we didn't mention Johnson I mean Johnson obviously wants big wages and, and will probably be punted out interestingly Connor Coventry been talking to lots of clubs to move on. and Might now be stopped because of the injury problem. He's been talking to Sheffield Wednesday.
1: Um, well, I think that's silly because Connor Coventry <laughs> has not got a future with West Ham. The kid is what, 23 years of age. I I, I think there should be a rule. Charlton
3: Athletic and and a few other. Yeah, I, I, and, I think there should be a
1: rule that if any, once you get the 21, if you if you've not made it with the first team. He should be let go. Well,
3: he might be kept. And do you know what? Um, I know people who know him, and actually, his his dad and uh, the player really hoping he gets a chance again. And and with the injury thing again, yeah, I know. What do you mean
1: again? Yeah, when was he, he given a on, chance?
3: He holds on to a chance. He has been given. You know, he has Whoa. played in in the Champion Europa Conference League, and he's had a bit pieces. Anyway, we'll see. And the same with. Um, uh, Danny Ings I mean Danny Ings we were lining up as a loan deal to Wolves but now with our mammoth can't let him go we can't let him go and we're now going well the funny
1: thing about it with Danny Ings is yeah if you got Bowen injured yeah and no Caduce yeah we've got to play differently yeah I agree yeah and and if and the, the, what Danny Ings need and I think what Mubama need it's wingers that aren't inverted. It's Just wingers the ball that. into the box. Yeah, it's wingers yeah. that go down the byline across the ball over. That's what they need. Or, or, or people out wide that will play the ball early for them to run onto.
2: Because they're, they're poaching. Well, Ings is a poacher, yeah. isn't it?
1: C- Colton Cole's best football at West Ham was played when we had uh, decent wingers under Zola. And um, what they used to do is is put the ball early in front of him, print him a run on wing onto and slot the ball away That's what Ings wants that that, that the ball like that Having inverted wingers that keep chopping back onto their strong foot so they can get a shot away or they ping the pass into them that's coming directly at them not in front of them because it's a cup not it, 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 it's the way it's angled in.
2: But this is the thing. Now, Corney, who came on uh, yeah. on Sunday, is not any. You know, he could be used out on the left, and he could. Yeah. He's got a decent cross on him. Yeah, he could actually be used, and and it, it,
3: it could can it long, could work. I mean, if he if he can if he's recovered from his injury
2: Cool fact. you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
3: And he can, he, he can play the 90 minutes. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, let's move on to... Uh, we, we're, we're going to question time. We really need to redo this jingle because um, it's not called Twitter anymore. It's called X...
1: Oh, it is Twitter, Sean. Stop asking about your mate.
3: What? It is called X? What? Elon Musk? He's yeah. Ready? I'm X I'm and I'm
1: Twitter question off. time. But
3: tonight it's just X time with no Facebook because we didn't bother. No, I thought yeah. we'd go to X for a change. But yeah, no, let's I didn't go bother. To X. X going to give it to you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, over on Twitter... I said, it's question time. Ask. And people have, to be fair. More than I thought. Uh, first up, it's Moyes out. Mike Ackie. Uh He says, with all the injury news, do you think there's a chance we could bring forward the summer budget? Sully Brady, West Ham Central, outs.
3: Um, I think we'd spend what needs to be spent. As As Kieran said, FFP is not really an issue because we've got The massive Declan Rice money. Although, you know, we did spend a lot of money um, last summer as well. I think um, the the problem, as I said earlier, is can you get the players for the for the money? Do other players even available? You know, you're not going to find a Caduce, you're not going to find an Alvarez in the winter. Just doesn't happen. You have to take a bit of a
2: gamble. We found a Bowen in the.
3: Yeah, Just when we the took a gamble market. coming from Hull, and It you know, is we, a gamble. Um, Ready? Go on. Demba was a gamble, if you. Jesse remember. Lingard. Yeah, oh, yeah. God, please no. Yeah, but you say please no. But, you know, uh, it's we're, more we're, about we're, the rigmarole hang on, hang of going on, through on. all that again. If now, hang on a minute. I, I, I make Nigel right. What have you got to lose? If you said to him, pay your play. Prove yourself, right? We've lost Boeing, We've lost Kudos. We, we'll take you on. Right, we do. Do you remember when uh, Mido was it Mido? Yeah We pay you a thousand pound a week, right? But we pay you a um, hundred thousand pounds per goal. Oh, and and for every ninety minutes. Remind me how many goals you scored.
1: scored? Mido. None.
3: No, but <laughs> how many? <laughs> um... Didn't
1: he miss a penalty as well? I'm
3: totally sure he missed a penalty. But you know, I'm I'm, I'm jesting a little bit. But if you made it completely about playing, winning, clean sheet bonuses, scoring assists, and you you said, look, if you do all those things and prove yourself to the world, put yourself in the shop window, you earn equivalent of 200 grand a week. If you don't and you shit, you get a grand a week. What have we got to lose
2: still? No, no don't get me wrong. You know, uh, part of me says it kind of makes an awful lot of sense to have someone like Lingard in the team. Um, but I just think it's the pain of going through the willy won't he. Uh, but the, you know, there is no pain because
1: you, you make them a take it or leave it offer. Yeah. You, you go, this is but a this take it or a leave a problem, it
2: offer. Nigel. It hasn't been a pay, take it, You know, we, we've heard in the past how Moyes has chased him almost like a stalker. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and and I think the last thing that the fan base want, I'm not saying it's the wrong thing, because I think possibly even if Lingard came to us in the summer, he would have provided that extra depth in, in in the squad that we would have needed. So every time, you know, we needed to change it up, you bring someone like Lingard on for half an hour, it could do something.
1: The thing is, in um, Lingard's head, I think he, 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 he didn't see himself as a bench player. The, pro- the problem with Lingard is his best football in the last two, three years, or four years, was six months at West Ham. Yeah. You know, he'd done nothing at Forrest. But Forrest was never the club for him because they were always going to struggle because of the amount of players they brought in. You know, the, 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 and this is the thing. Hopefully, now, with this is last chance saloon. You know, he can't get a club at the moment. You know, he's, he's, he's a free agent. Anyone could sign him. Luton Town could sign him yeah anyone they don't want to go near him me i would take a punt on him on a cheap deal
2: yeah the, uh, i i you know the irony is he could do a job
1: yeah and moyes, he can do a and job.
2: moyes knows yeah. how to use him yeah you know yeah, yeah. he
1: could do a job anyway so. <laughs> anyway <laughs> next up it's will whu uh, he says actually i just wanted to ask what's your perfect sunday what's your perfect sunday
2: not going to football
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> in the bleeding cold
0: yeah
3: how about a snowy day lying breakfast in bed a Sunday roast at the local pub um, and a bu- so you're lying in
1: bed having a Sunday roast no, in the local in bed,
3: pub breakfast in bed that's the oh, morning right. snow coming down Uh, late afternoon get up go to the pub have a few beers Sunday roast Uh, go back for a uh, in front of a roaring fire and watch a a black and white film. Is Ports that the
2: pub down the end of your manor, Sean?
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. Really nice. Uh, Are
3: that
2: you that called some... George Sean down your That area?
1: sounds like some fucking chocolate bar advert.
3: <laughs> oh, no, it does, not it? This
1: <laughs> <Okay. laughs> like Mrs. Cracks Open the Galaxy or something, you know? Like... Only well, the
3: crumbliest hmm. that's flakes is chocolate. Uh, Tastes like chocolate. My perfect Sunday. Oh.
1: Yeah, probably... I dunno what my perfect Sunday is. I don't yeah, take a dog for a walk in the morning. Night yeah, I'd go for a nice Sunday roast and then sit down and, and ideally it'd be watching the big match uh, showing the three o'clock highlights from the previous day with um with Brian Moore as a commentator. Dead.
2: He was so. a latent West
1: Ham fan, wasn't he? He well they say yeah, he they had, know, he had the an story admiration. was. Yeah, he was a director at Gillingham, believe it or yep. not. Yeah. Um but uh, the, the story is he did like he did like it down at West Ham. Next up, Ian W H U, who, who goes by the name of Ian. This uh, is the fan base really divided. This is a good question, actually. Is the fan base really divided with Moyes, as Twitter and the YouTubers suggest? As I don't hear much of this at the game, Brady. Out.
3: It's a good good point. You're right. And and I I'll, I'll reinforce that and our section one one two. Moyes never comes up. No with the with the exception of one drunk person once shouting that Moyes was a C U N T and shouting at him, it just never comes up. People don't talk about it and don't remonstrate and shout out about Moys at the ground in, in my experience in, in people surround me.
2: I I agree. Uh, I, there are one or two that talk about it. There are one or two that want him gone. Uh, my mates, you know, when, when we have a poor game. Uh, I have a bit of banter with one of my mates, um, Wiggy, where, you know, every time we sing, we got Super David Moyes. He refuses to sing it. When we were winning at Arsenal, 2-0, a few seconds to go, we started singing it. I turned around, he was singing it. Mm. <laughs> um, but you're right. It, it I, Look... Doing, doing my YouTube channel you we know scored. all I get is 2-1 good um, okay. do, do, that's the under 21s let he them is. know sure yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's good do, at that I, still is not he yeah he is he was scored and then that doesn't tell <laughs> him what, what it's about <laughs> but I, I get I get a real mix you know there's an awful lot of Moyes outs on on the um, on YouTube and on Twitter I guess as well um and it quietens down those who want to back Moyes. It's almost like a, I don't know, it feels weird on, on social media. You know, bad news car- carries a lot of weight, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah I, say, I, I, I
1: said it a couple of weeks ago. The Moyes out is purely a social media driven. Yeah, I it, 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 it's, it's not driven by supporters in the stadium. No, yeah, you know, if you look at the days of Avran Grant, um, even Allardyce, you know, he was getting it in the neck in the stadium. Yeah, if you think, you know, you know, we can all, all hark back to the the whole game where we beat them 2-1 yeah, and and two one, and Allardyce got booed off. I yeah. wouldn't say the team got booed off. Allardyce got booed off. Um, it, you know, they, they, we've not really had that reaction to Moyes. Well, we,
3: we we did once, and and I'm going back line once year, when I mean yeah, that, I can I can go those yeah. People with the Moyes out banners and everything. Yeah, but hold, on, hold on. Oh, no, on. not
1: even that game, Sean. No, yeah, the on. the one game really where I go, it was it was a bit toxic like that. I still would have been there. It was bright and away when we got beat four oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Last yeah, March, that,
2: that that was bad.
1: That, that was bad. That yeah. then, because generally the away fans, even at that Fulham game when they brought the boys out banner, remember we won that one yeah. nil. Boys didn't walk out to the fans. Yeah. It, it 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 was a very noisy minority. Yeah, yeah. that were yeah. making the noise. No, the right. majority of West Ham fans at that Fulham game did not.
2: I agree. I was there at both games, yeah. both the, uh, the Brighton and the Fulham game, and you're spot on. And and if, if you'll know uh, the mood of the fan base by the away fans. Yeah. If the away fans turn on the manager, that means the fans are turning on the manager. You know, yeah. But um, And those were the only two games. I like the Fulham Spanish
1: spot. way. Get your white handkerchiefs out. We should all have a white handkerchief. And if you have adding up with a manager, you wave your white handkerchief. This
2: is and the, the when... thing, though, isn't it? You know... People, people keep going on about, oh, with moist days, I won't renew my my season ticket, etc., yeah. etc." Et yeah,
3: there'll
2: be a minority that will do that, but there's always going to be someone to take their place who yeah. wants to go and watch West Ham. I oh, but all know, and,
1: and and that may seem a bit harsh what I've done there, going tada, because if, if that's all, right. but this is the thing, I gave dice dog shit. Yeah, I, wrong man from day one. I gave him dog shit from the day he signed his contract to the day he left, because he should never have been appointed. I tell you what, though, I'm still at the games, though, weren't I? Yeah. Still yep. cheered the boys on. Still backed the team. Didn't like Allardyce. Uh, I, there are times, actually, when I, in his last season, where you think, blimey, is 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 he finally woke up and smelled the roses? But then he reverted to type, and and we s- soon nosedived. Um. So, um. For 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 people to go, I'm never coming back while well, Moyes is the manager. And I, I there were people like that with Allardyce. Yeah. And, it, and it baffled the life out of me. Re- realistically, because at the end of the day, managers do come and go, like owners come and go, but fans stay till the end. Yeah, as David Gold once told me. <laughs> Bless
0: <laughs> his
2: own. I I, I, yeah. I do think it, it's. I, I keep wondering. I keep asking questions like if we had social media back in John Lyle's day when we got relegated you know there there was there was a section of the fan base that wanted him gone at one point
1: I'd there was I I, I remember coming out of a game and there was a group of 20 I'd say kids they were probably my age 18 19 year olds and they were like Lyle out you know like waiting for the car and I remember walking past, bearing in mind, we were, I think we were rock bottom of the league. And I still thought, it's a bit harsh, isn't it? You know, but then again, that's the way it was back then. Yeah. You know, I, I honestly believed that if West Ham, when West Ham got relegated, that they wouldn't sack Lyle, that they would give him the chance because we were West Ham United. We One, we didn't sack managers. And two, we stood by our own. Now, I'm, no a few people think actually the real West Ham died the day they sacked Lyle because then it didn't well, become about
3: well Moyes has done alright four years is, yeah. is a long time for a Premier League manager isn't three it? years think, isn't it? is
1: the average
2: Yeah, I think four the upset is the, the obvious upset is is the style of football you mm. know because you cannot argue about his record no you know and I know that's what you're about to say Sean you know the, the, there is no argument about his record you know it's there in black and white You know, the only thing at this at this moment in time is people are talking about the style of football. And and, and there's been people on my show going, I'd rather watch uh, a a West Ham team playing good and and lose. Like, Are you sure sure about that? Because when it comes to us not being in Europe, uh, not qualifying for Europe because we played fantastic football and not won anything, are you going to be that happy? You know, we've seen West Ham. All of us have it's, seen West Ham. I get really,
1: it in really a way still, but the thing is, it is a difficult thing because, it, you know, I, I still, at the moment, I still say, you know, if I said, pick a Premier League manager, I'm going to give you 50 quid to go and watch West Ham play under any Premier League manager still. Who will you pick what West Ham manager you're going to go and pay your 50 quid to watch? So think, from ninety-three onwards. What West Ham manager in that village, period
2: isn't
1: are you paying to watch? It's,
2: yeah, it's certainly I agree, it certainly wouldn't be Moy's. No. Yeah. You know, because um, of the style of football. I for agree
1: me, my money's actually on Harry.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. I'd yeah,
1: I'd I'd go back and watch Harry's football. Because <laughs> because the funny thing is, with Harry, you didn't know what you were getting. One week we lost. One week we won, yeah. We're progressing a little
3: bit. Well, yeah, you but you
1: say it. that, but the, the, it, this is a question I wanted still to answer to see because it, we haven't had it. Is is that when you talk about that, a lot of play, a lot of fans do come out and go, "I'd rather watch us lose and play better football." But when you playing when you're losing week in and week out, you ain't playing better football. So like your what? arguments null and void. Because when we were under Harry losing every week, we were fucking shit.
2: Yeah, but I I would go with Harry or I would go with Pardew. I didn't mind Pardew, (laughs) you know. Actually, yeah, the first
1: season in the Premier League, that was a great season. Yeah, yeah. Not just because of the FA Cup, I think even in the league, I think we would finish 8th or ninth.
2: Yeah, or, or, still, still, or even even still, even Slaven's first season yeah, was still, good.
3: be yeah. like me? Don't watch the game. Just go on your phone, and it won't yeah. make difference how we play. No, yeah, <laughs>
2: there you or, go. So <laughs> you do shoot yourself in the foot sometimes, Sean. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Next up, it's my mate from Dublin, Paul Riley. Uh, we've all we've we've always got the Black Lion, Paul. Never forget that night. Uh, any January business, he says, especially with these injuries. And well, he's we're just we're heard our thoughts on Moy's future, future Paul. Well,
3: we've talked about that. Nothing close, but they are trying really hard. Tim, Here you go. Dave and it, Dave. A, a
2: really here's a game. question on. Uh, linked to that. Are we going to do any business because Moyes is still there? Or... Yes. you know? Yeah, 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 look. It don't matter. Don't believe these conspiracy theories. No, I, I, I'm, 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 you know, because that's the deal, what you're, you, you're said, hearing. I
3: said on Twitter, 100% the deal will be done. I've heard from Moy's side, he wants to sign a contract. I've heard from, you know, the board side, they want him to sign a contract. All right, they're not going to say they're going to sign a contract because both sides want to negotiate. But both sides are willing to compromise and do a deal. And I am 100% convinced a deal will be done. It really will. And when people are going, oh, you're deluded. That's what they want you to believe, Sean. Well, if you get if you get mixed up with a tin hat brigade, everything's a conspiracy theory and they never believe anything. So just don't get involved. Well, so what Operation
1: about... Moyes' new contract has started because as by the um, football pull-out in the Times at the weekend, um, two pages about how great Moyes has been with West Ham. Um so obviously Moise's
3: Moise's people,
1: yeah, no, Moises 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 people, to, yeah. I've got, got their, got are getting there their journalists to, and, to and look. It's to no line secret. Up.
3: Both sides have said they're going to sit down in January.
2: Now, so what about this project, Sean, that people Sean. are talking about? Under yeah. st- uh, this what people say is the Steiden project. Yeah, you
1: know. I think that's a load of bollocks. itself. It?
2: well, yes, because I think <laughs> it's a project that includes. <laughs> It's not a Steiden project, <laughs> mm, yeah. as your mate Russ points out, right? Steiden and Moyes meet before
3: every game at the warm-up, and they have a chat, and they talk, and they talk, and Steiden talks to players, you know, to suggest that there's these two opposite forces, and you know, started and he's scheming behind his back to bring Aaron lined up a manager. And they're, they're going to (laughs) string Moyes along and pretend talks. And at the end of all the time, they're ready to stab him in the back. I don't, I don't believe it. Don't believe it. And it's not what I'm hearing. And it's not just one sided from one contact. I've got a few sources on the board and they're all saying the same, you know, we're delighted what David Moyes has turned done for us over the last four years. You know, won the silverware. You know, we're safe again this year. We're still in the Europa Cup. You know, and, and we, we've still got a chance to get top seven this year. You know, the injuries are going to be a challenge. We've still got a chance, you know. Hmm. So, that's that's not write off this season as well. I think he's not finished with West Ham. And West Ham will not finish with him. And I don't know how long the contract will be. I know... Jack Rosser and people have been saying two and a half years. That's not agreed yet. Let's be honest, right? That might be what, you know, for his loathing of the press, he's got a lot of friends in the press as uh, David Moyes, and he will be leaking out stuff and trying to get his own way and getting his own stuff. But this whole, you know, there will be KPIs and we'll be able to sack him if he doesn't do this and that. Don't believe it. Uh, He's certainly not going to report to Tim Stiden. No, there you go.
1: Right. Um, Next up, it's a good podcast. That I sometimes listen to. It's called "It's Only a Game." Um, they've asked me which position would you like to strengthen in the January transfer window. Uh, um, I've, left, I personally, I've, 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 yeah, I've, centre back. I'm not sure. So, well, if, only if, I'd only want another centre back if we lose again. If we don't yeah, lose, yeah, I ged. think
3: we are. So I, I well I've got to. In say that this.
1: case, then, but that ain't strengthening. Then that's replacing. Right.
3: Then, then it's got to be a striker. Then you know, so, Danny's yeah, got to go. A, we a, need a forward. Player. I mean, this Clark guy. I don't know enough about him. Is he Jack Clark. Jack Clark. Yeah. Um, is he? He's a top scorer for Sutherland, Is
1: he? I um, I'm not sure
2: he's he's um it's interesting because a lot of people are basing their decision on clark on the game that they saw against newcastle in in the cup and said he was rubbish 20 million yeah he's he's between 15 to 20 million um he's went through came through the spur did he go to spurs or came through the spurs youth rank i can't remember but he's he's been at spurs he went there for something like nine million i think uh, four years ago, didn't happen there, and he's gone out on loan to various clubs, and he's ended up at Sunderland, and he's a half decent player, and, you know. And a lot of people are comparing him to a, a similar um, to to Bowen, okay. where Bowen sort of started. And, off with, and the with other one clubs. being
3: linked today is Reese Nielsen, which is, yeah. is he a left
2: winger, uh, yeah. oh, left back or left wing? I think it's left wing. So, I mean, look,
3: look, if you could sign those kind of players, you know, a bit of a gamble. Uh, they're the kind of players that maybe Tim should be involved in. Look, I, I didn't mention it earlier, but I know we've got to get... I've been told we need uh, homegrown players. And that's well, maybe a little bit of outside of Tim's wheelhouse. Well, because
2: Nelson and um, Clark will fit that bill.
3: Well, there you go. So, I think there is a little bit in that because... You know, we're about, out of our eight players, Johnson going, uh, Aaron Cresswell, um, not long for this, you know, this probably, you know, he's he's not got another 12 months in him. You've got Anang, who I don't know if he's going to break through, Coventry's going to go. Then you've got Antonio at the end of his contract. Who else of them are missing? You've got Bowen and uh, Will Prouse, who obviously are staying. Um, but the other six are on the on their sort of last legs aren't they so you've got to get homegrown talent to put in the squad
2: yeah nelson is actually primarily a right winger but oh, he, is he, he? but he can play on the left okay i'm trying to find out if he's actually left footed or right footed i can't see it but uh yeah how much primarily. would he
3: cost us he, he's on the he fringe, wouldn't cost
2: more he? than uh he wouldn't cost more than about 20 mil 20 give or take I mean, I don't know. That sounds cheap nowadays. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, Arsenal want to pull our pants down. And they will probably do. want more.
1: Only because we overcharged them with rice.
2: Well, of
1: course we did. <laughs> so, it's not our fault. They bought it wrong. There you go.
3: So we've solved it. We get, we get, uh, Lingard on a three, of play, Reece Nielsen and and Jack Clark. Done. There you go. Transfer window done. Well done, boys
1: you're welcome Uh, Tweezer Geezer who we call Brighty says can the ball put money up front for transfers without it affecting FFP yes Well, if you'd have listened to last week you'd have heard that answer Uh, uh,
3: interesting uh, response uh, feedback on that Um, after Kieran said what he said and I wrote it up (coughs) for a story on Clarence I put it to the senior source for comment no comment all oh, right well i think i think that tells you everything you need to know doesn't
1: it there you go yeah he said because he, he basically bright he thinks they need to put up sullivan but looking down the back of the sofa for change <laughs> um not sure that, uh, but I, I do, actually there is money to spend uh, um generally if we can see it uh, a good friend of mine and stels uh it's old theodore atheonitis
2: Oh, I haven't seen him. I've not Theo, seen him. How are you
1: doing, Theo? Perhaps we can meet up when the, when the um, refusing to fade and die but have disappeared for a short time only supporters club reopens. Oh, any time say, aren't soon. Are they
3: coming back to the last drop?
1: Oh, no. I d- I d- well, I don't know, Sean. Have they announced it?
3: No. No. Well, I thought you announced it. Well, well where did we hear it from? Well, we, we did
1: like... hear it from, from a source, yeah. But. Um, but it's not been announced yet, is it? The Fan Zone has announced they're shutting down.
0: Oh,
3: are they? Um, yeah, yes. They, they, they... Well, they've got to because the supporters
1: club are going to move back in. Yeah, but...
3: because... And, and also... uh oh, this is all a bit bizarre, Orbit, isn't it? Hang on, it's not bizarre. Orbit Live took a chance and won a short-term lease. Oh, I okay. believe they bid, so there was then a proper um, competitive uh, tender for the lease of the last drop on the Orbit which was won by a new company. I don't know that new company's name, uh, but it looks like the supports club have got in there quick
2: and tied up the deal. I've uh, never like very...
1: I always prefer Juicy Fruit myself.
0: But, um... <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I thought <laughs> they that. were going to the, um, the uni, weren't
3: they? I think they were in conversation with, with them, but I, yeah. I would agree uh, that, you know, Last Drop is a great location. Of course it is. Yeah, ideal.
2: If they can... Sort things out, yeah. <laughs> like having yeah. beer on tap and yeah. people behind yeah. the to yeah. serve, yeah. and little things like that. You know, otherwise, oh. wonderful. <laughs> anyway, what was Theo's question?
1: Yeah, did I, you know, I was going to say something? <laughs> <you> sometimes <laughs> Nigel needs to just shut up about it because when 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 we do finally reopen, I don't think a warm welcome will be no, waiting.
3: Exactly.
1: <laughs> but I tell you percent. what, I'll be bloody there though, Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the day it opens. Yeah,
3: me too.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, happy do new, do new do year, video. says Theo. Uh, who do you think's been our most important this year? He says a fellow member of the goalkeeping union. I think there's an argument it's been Areola. Uh, um,
2: so he, he's been immense this season. Um, I think it's, it's been year. okay.
3: But, but
2: good quality as well. I think
1: yeah. it's Fabiansky's I
3: is mean better. if you've got to pick one player, it's gotta be Bowen.
1: That's that's the player I'm thinking. It's
3: gotta be Bowen. <laughs> but you know, you've honourable mentions to Pakatar and yeah. um and and Caduce. Caduce and yeah. Alvarez. And Alvarez, you're right. Yeah. It's great. We're sports. We're
2: we're in a fortunate position that we've got about five, five or six top quality players. At West Ham United. I
3: don't know. Right? Do you know? I, I, I
1: think we've got a great. Even like 11. Ariola, Emerson. I Jake, yeah. Prowse, yeah. I know he's not. Oh,
2: Emerson's, Emerson's way improved. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And Jake, even yeah. like. Prowse. Those
3: corner's yeah. are brilliant. I know he hasn't scored as many assists. He hasn't scored any free kicks yet. But do you know what?
1: He's a every, functional player. Yeah,
3: every time he takes a corner, I think a goal's going to go in.
1: He's worth the 10 million we paid for him. 10? Yeah.
3: I thought we paid 30.
1: Oh, you weren't worth it then.
3: Oh.
1: <laughs> hey, I opened the door. There you go. Cheers, Sean. Uh, Nick Robinson's give up uh, questioning politicians on the BBC. He's asked us a question on here. Welcome, Nick. He says, it's great to see you back, Nigel. Why can't we give the away fans the whole allocation of the top tier rather than separate them? Surely it would create a better atmosphere and give us more seats in the lower tier. Brady out. You know the reason. Before Mr. Whetstone interrupts me. You know this. I will answer. And it's all to do with turnstiles and segregation, Nicholas. Uh, Basically, because we have a shared concourse between upper tiers and lower tiers, um, you can't segregate um, just the upper tier. Because they would have to come in through a lower tier concourse where West Ham fans would be mingling.
3: There is another reason.
1: Um, go on in. What's that? The oh, re- Premier League rules, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, though, obviously, Newcastle will get
3: around. Uh, here, Sean. But uh, new grounds. So yeah. the rule came in after Newcastle put everybody up there. Mm. Any new grounds that need to be signed off the Premier League now, they have to give some lower to the. if If Newcastle uh redevelop their stadium they would have to uh, yeah. move some of the away fans downstairs
1: category four ua for stadium people you know london stadium big yeah. big deal we made about that before we moved in And just think of all those european finals they've played there
3: yeah i know a <laughs> bit like the acoustics eh?
1: yeah <laughs> i've always preferred electric guitar myself uh well in amber or Amber Wellin, as he is on Twitter. Uh, hello, guys. He says, with all the injuries to the forward line, who would you like to play in the Ian Pierce emergency forward? He says, silly answers only. He'll go to Alvarez. Um, for those that don't know, West Ham did, years ago, used to have a tendency of um, putting central defenders, to strikers. I can go
2: well, we, far we, back as
1: we... a bloke called Paul Hilton. Um, We've got was, a
2: player that played up front who plays in defence. Who's that? Mavropanos. Oh, was it? Yeah. Apparently, he started his career up front. Oh, right. I don't know how far back.
1: All oh, right. Was, um, yeah.
2: But there you go. So, he would be the obvious choice, wouldn't he?
1: He Well, he would. Because Ian Pierce actually, the reason why we put Ian Pierce up front was, I think at Chelsea, where he was as a young uh, youth player, I think he was a striker. Uh and then he went to Blackburn where he won the Premier League and became a centre-half which was weren't there a striker Paul Warhurst that done that I think became a centre-half I know Paul Mariner going a long way back for the old people uh, Ipswich was a striker and played centre-half for Arsenal um, after he made his transfer Paul Hilton as I was saying centre-half that John Lowell used to love putting up front and at times, I remember Alvin Martin going up front. But normally, that meant we were 2-0 down with 10 minutes to go. And uh, we'd switch to long ball football. Um, I mean, yeah, I I'd, I'd personally, I I'd think Kurt Zuma.
2: Because,
1: oh. uh, let's face it, he, 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 he's too slow at the back, isn't he?
2: He'd take half an hour, had it, go and head the ball. Oh, no, nice, he's good right. in the air, he's good. Yeah.
1: So um, that would that would be me, um, Craig Wildman. Evening, gents. Since so you've probably already been asked a January cycle question a thousand times, uh, probably not just the eight, Craig, really, because that's only the amount of listeners we got. Uh, so I'll ask you: What's your dream sporting event you'd like to go to? And we will be disappointed if we don't say one. But let's see what we'd like to go to.
0: Bradyats.
1: So, it's one sporting event still you'd like to go to?
2: Um, Wimbledon. I quite liked tennis when I was younger. Oh, what? Shit of playing it, but... Yeah.
1: If you nip down there still at five o'clock, you can get in. Oh, really? Yeah,
2: yeah. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, straight... No, straight... That's if you true. nip down there... No, it is. No, what they do... When, when Centre Court people leave, yeah... Yeah. They should put their tickets because you know tennis will go on till eight nine o'clock at night. It's a bit different now with the roof. This is back in the day. Yeah, I
3: you know, know that, and I used to it get in for a fiver for charity. It's completely changed. They still right. sell oh, those that's tickets. That's... Yeah, it is the queue. Oh, is it's, it? Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. I, I've tried it with Finley. I, I I work. It's the good like, old
1: days. The good old with...
3: days. Oh, right, yeah, rock great. up, pay a fiver, yeah. go get straight in. Late. Don't yeah. happen now, Nigel. No. No. Donut. What? Not
1: even for the outside courts.
3: Even for the outside courts, it's queuing for four hours to get those yeah. people that walk out. It's just not worth
1: it. It's like West Ham away games now. It's all—it's all, it's it all about just to be in there. It's it, not it about is. watching the football. It's like a social event. You
3: know what? I'd like to go and see. I've—I've been—I've been to Wimbledon final and the semi-final. It's true. I've—I've <laughs> I've, I've been to. I'm a big Formula One fan. I've been to many Formula One around the world. Um, what I'd like to do, go to, uh, and I'm not a massive fan. I've, I've been to the baseball as well and uh, found it boring as shit. I want to go to a Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl mm. final. Or yeah, the that's... Indy 500. There you go. No. Super
2: Bowl would be an event. It's a whole day thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Super uh-oh. Bowl. I've been to American football games when I was. When well, I well, oh, 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 World really. Cup
3: final! I'd like to go. I've never. I've been to World Cup games. Never been to World Cup final. I'd like to go to World Cup.
1: What Cup World Cup, Cup game you been to? I went
3: out in two thousand and six to Germany. I to Germany, did you, I Yeah. To, I where did you go? In, I went to Munich.
1: Oh, I was in Frankfurt. Oh, were you? Yeah. Yeah. Me and the, I've me still got all me, me the memory the
3: bit. Oh, well, obviously, I was corporate. No um, oh, well, well, obviously, I weren't. Well, <laughs> right? i tell a funny story, right? I was taken out by by a firm. Um,
1: a few people would like to take you out, Sean.
3: And um, the coach driver got lost on his way to the stadium. <laughs> uh, and and like, by the time we got there, we couldn't even have our free course dinner. That almost goes straight to the oh, game without any food. I'm
1: gutted for you, Sean.
3: I'm gutted for you. But you, it's, you know, that it's all about corporate. In fact, when I went to the game in, in 2006, <sighs> all there about there was more corporate there. people than there were yeah. normal people. It's I just... bet
1: you weren't on Good Morning Seoul. You know, I was.
3: No, I was there not. There you go.
1: See? You'd have seen me Which standing, I standing I in the background, I, I clapping after. my hands I with went, my missus, I went, while, while the uh, South Korean dancers were performing a traditional South Korean. I went
3: to two games <laughs> in those finals. It will be interesting with the same game, Nigel.
1: No, How'd I don't go? think you went to Togo against South Korea.
3: Oh, you didn't go to England. <laughs> no. Oh, right. Okay. No. Okay.
1: All
0: right. No. No. Anyway.
3: Uh.
1: There you go. I mean, my dream sporting event. So I've I've been to two Formula One British Grand Prix, I've been to the cricket.
3: Oh yeah, cricket. Um, been to uh, Ashes. That's great. If
1: I've been, uh, if I can't find, oh, it's a tough one. About way. the golf.
3: I've been to um, the golf, master.
1: Yeah, I probably would. Actually, I'd like to do a Ryder Cup.
3: Yeah,
1: I think in America. Yeah. That would that would be. Um, I've been to American football, I'm not, not in America. Uh, I've been to baseball. Funny enough, um, not in America. Uh, I don't know about a World Cup final. I, and this is the thing. I think it's been so corporatized. Yeah. Now, um, that it's it's mad because the more corporate they've made it, in a weird way, the more demand there is from. Normal fans,
2: yeah. Isn't so, that the way of most sports, though? Yeah, it's 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 you know? it's a
1: it's a weird thing because if you think back to, if you look back on YouTube, like Mexico '86, and you see, you know, quite a few half-empty stadiums. Mm. Yeah at World Cup games now, you know, people fight over tickets for the crappiest game. But why is that? Is it, is it because it's easy to fly around the world now? Is it because people got more disposable income? I dunno.
2: Just, you know, just to say that they've been there.
1: Yeah. Again, yeah. is it the social thing where it goes just, you know, cause the social media, world is all about taking your photo now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where me, I, you know, I'll leave that to silly bollocks, frankly. Sits there. There was one, at one point, right. They were singing, obviously, they were all bouncing up and down Bristol City. And I look, I went to Charlie, I bet he's got his phone out. And I looked along the aisle, and there he was. He wasn't watching the game, he was filming the Bristol City fans.
3: Yeah, you're right. There
1: you go. It was like, I, just, I, just, I could just yep, sense Charlie, it. You, uh... Yeah, there you go. That's one for a days. They don't make them themselves, you know, as he said to me. <laughs>
3: Oh, can't How's the uh, game going? Uh, still 2-1. Oh, seven, seven minutes uh, extra time.
1: Yeah. nine. yeah. Played Ninety. About to get knocked out. Uh, good to have you back, mate, says Justin Wilson. It's good to be back. Happy New Year, everyone. And Brady out. Uh, another one who says, where do we think we should prioritise? Justin, you'd have heard us cover that. Uh, but can we raise enough funds for a decent striker? Can we raise enough funds for a decent striker? Sean,
3: yeah. I mean, twenty million for a Sunderland striker. We're subjective whether you call him uh, decent, decent or not. Seems,
2: yeah, we can afford twenty million. There you go. But oh, uh, you know, we're not going to get a stri- striker, are we?
3: Well, I don't know whether Sunderland will release him for now. I-, I suppose he- here's the problem, right? And I nearest we've had a striker this else. season was April- Creswell. People were yesterday going, where's the rice money, right? On Twitter, on X, right? And as you know from the accounts, because we spoke about this before, right? We spent £184 million pounds in the summer of 2022. We spent £129, almost £130 million this summer. Obviously, we got about the same amount, £125 million the opposite way with uh, Skamaka rice etc you can't keep on spending i know oh, we, we oh, just oh, to, we yeah. can't keep on spending hold up it's now sustainable
1: so but when if you if if before we sold rice the seeds before we sold rice we spent under 80 million but bearing in mind that's money that had been saved up because we hadn't spent another transfer windows and yeah, it was yeah, money yeah, that yeah. we earned by finishing six and it was european money so if we spend that money... We still
3: made a loss that year though. Right, I don't we don't still don't know. made a loss this yeah, year. Yeah,
1: but then we 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 equalise ourselves in this year. So you go, well you can't spend hundred and twenty two million. Well guess what, Sean? You can if you get back hundred and twenty two million in sales. So therefore I think people write to question you know, there should have been at least fifty million. Every every year West Ham should be able to spend 50 million more than they recoup in the transfer window. You
3: know, we overspent the summer before in anticipation of (coughs) selling rice, right? Mm. Whether that was right or wrong, I don't know, right? And then we knew we were selling rice, and it became no extra budget. You you can basically spend what you bring in. We Mm. bought in 125 million, we spent 129 million. It's as simple as that right mm-hmm. and this summer right we 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 spend what we can maybe twenty maybe thirty million this winter if we have to just for injuries you know we we will spend what we can but but ultimately you know do do does someone come in for pakatar does someone come in for Caduce? <coughs> you know oh does someone come in for a girl we we're um we can't keep on spending a uh, hundred million more than we bring in. You know, it's it's very unusual for us to bring in that kind of money. A hundred and twenty five million in sales was, was the the most West Ham ever bought in. You know? Often we're we're losing money.
1: Okay. Jake's not toxic. It's not easy to say. Uh says evening gents. It's good to see us doing questions on Twitter again. Uh, which uh, this will be a, a thing now, every now and again, we'll do a Twitter only question time. Uh, when everyone is healthy again, do you think we'll continue to play Bowen as a striker with Caduce and Lucas on the wings and JWP in behind with Antonio possibly as a sub? Because it was far more entertaining. Brady out. I think if everyone was fit, Jake, that's the way, we, that is exactly how we play art You know, and the strange thing is, is I remember being on the train a couple of games ago People were talking about we really need a twenty-goal season striker, and there's, there was me thinking, "Blimey, I think we got one in Bowen, have we?"
2: Yeah,
1: madly, isn't it?
3: Oh,
2: hang on, we're losing on the under. Why did I? We're yes. winning two one. No, we're losing two. one We're losing oh. two one, but we're throwing everything at it, and we've had we've hit the post as well. Yeah, I see that. Right. Uh,
1: Damn um, numbers! Aren't
2: the, aren't the days of a twenty-goal season striker gone? You know they're few and far between,
3: aren't they? Um, they. they no, Salah, Son. He's not a, he's striker. Not a striker. The funny not thing a is,
1: Son's not a striker out and out. Son's not a striker. Yeah. Salah's not a striker. The modern act. The 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 modern yeah, way. If, if you think Man City, when in between Aguero leaving and Ireland turning up, they never had a striker, did they? That's they right. let Jesus go and played without one.
2: That's right.
1: Um. A modern way is to have mid, the, the inverted wingers cutting in and, and and midfielders.
2: That's why I don't think we're going to go for a striker. I think we, we will go for a, an attacking left, left-sided left player. Mm. But I don't think we're going to go for a striker.
1: Mm. This a question for Sean. He's he's changed his name to Dan Numbers because he used to be like 35, 40, 52, 40, whatever it was. Um, but he's just Dan Numbers now. Uh, he said, did they do a one-year memorial for David Gold by naming a urinal in his honour at the London Stadium?
0: That's unfair, isn't it?
1: Did the club use a transfer, Kitty, to pay the OLDC last year to use the stadium for his funeral? Brady out. Uh,
2: oh, We've come close again, by the way. We're throwing everything um, at Wickham.
3: I, I don't really get a bit distasteful, right? They Is did a, a memorial at uh, Rush Green. Um... Did they?
1: What, for one year?
3: For the one year? You know they did, no?
1: No, I Why uh, they, would I they pay? They
3: planted a tree at um, did they? At Rush Green.
1: Inside or outside? Can I get my dog to go and on it? Or
3: No, it's inside. Unfortunately. No, I... oh, right. Um And uh, <laughs> I don't think they did have to pay. I think, uh, you know, we have certain. If, if it's not an event, we're not hiring the whole stadium to do. No. Uh, a little memorial service, I think LLDC gave it out the kindness of their heart for that um, that service so, you know on my oh. life, as they would say
1: Death's weddings and bar mitzvahs we were okay, is that yeah. what you're basically saying? Oh, okay there go. Oh, that's good to know Um Yeah Who cares, one year I, I ain't gonna cry Uh after the last round of turgid fixtures, says Mark Reaper on Tita. Of course, we know him as Kevin. Uh, is the senior source going to reintroduce the giant trampolines in the Trevor of Brooklyn with a view to having safe trampolining on all areas of the ground to improve the atmosphere? Brady out, Dolly Bird's in. Ooh.
3: Do you know what? I, when yeah. I was sitting up <laughs> as high as you do, yep. and I was seeing how they filled in the area around... Mm. Um, Bob might Bobby Moore lower with the Heineken bar mm-hmm. and how they've turned in most of the trampoline area on the west stand into uh, a disabled ambient area and uh, obviously the, the Bolly Bollyburn stand has been turned into a, what they've famously called it the, the cop but it's, it's all filled in. You know, the, a lot of those gaps have been sort of amended. There's only a few places and I was thinking... Actually, why, why don't they fill them in with bars and particularly at the Trevor Brooking lower end where the wave fans are? And I guess the problem is the reason they don't do a bar there is there's a great big slab in the middle for segregation, but it's a sort of wasted space there. It's one of the places the gaps they haven't developed.
2: We just lost 2 1, by the way.
0: Oh,
1: all right. So we're out. Yeah, that's a
2: shame. We're out, out. That's a shame.
1: Uh, my good mate. Why,
2: Sean, called, why don't they... Why are we, those bars that they've created in that gap, um, they only open at the end of the game, don't they?
3: I don't know. I don't go
2: to those bars. I mean,
3: <laughs> I assume they're open at the beginning, but you tell me. No, I don't
2: think there. they are. Um, Be a good place to uh, let fans stand and watch the game.
1: You're yeah, not allowed I mean, to watch a game from a bar, are you? That's you the, that, the whole problem with it. Is that you? You can't. You're not allowed to drink alcohol and watch football because if you do, you instantly. Become into a knuckle dragging hooligan, and you're going to take that alcohol on a, on bottle and smash it over the next person's head.
3: On a TV, you're okay.
1: So it, it's a bit like the Incredible oak You know, you can stand there and have a beer and be perfectly reasonable. But if you spot that game of football going on, oh my god, you if turn it monster. If you put
3: big balls up, up and you couldn't see the actual pitch and just see, watch it on TV. That's you know, fine, Nigel.
1: it's just it, it's mad. Yeah, but it's it's it's. it's you know, it's, it's mean, if you see a football game live while with a beer in your hand, you just become a monster, Sean. Yeah, I know. And uh, the police I, I, will come and hit you with a truncheon. Yeah,
3: I think they will change it at some point. But look, yeah. the point is uh, LLTC and E20 losing money. as, as, as you know, I've just seen the tweets that Kieran Maguire has just sent out. You know, they've, they've made provision to lose £232 million running the stadium over the next 90 years. Uh, I mean, that's all taxpayers' money. They've tried to pretend they made money, but they needed a £26 million grant from LLDC and borrowed another 9000000 million. They're not fooling anyone. What know, the, uh, 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 one
1: thing, Sean. What, what, what are they spending the ULIS fines on?
3: School dinners, aren't they? Yeah, is it, Well... Well, that's what he's announced today, your mm, mate, mm, Mr mm, Khan, mm, your... Yeah, your my mate. ...relation. Mm. Um, is um, announced that he's, he's spending 150 million pound on school dinners.
1: Well, that, that's the Look, one he's thing. He's
3: a mate of your mate, right? Well, he's a mate of a mate. Yeah, yeah but the, right.
1: that's the. the what I'll give him that. That's the one thing.
3: Yeah.
1: Actually, that he does for London, that's pretty decent.
3: What school dinners?
1: I can't think of any, and I'm, I'm being serious. I can't think of anything else as to why. I know why he gets elected, but as to why. Uh, yeah, I'm,
3: I'm no big fan. He's no big fan of mine. So,
1: there no. you go. Uh, anyway, my mate, Ted Sexton, Dave's son, says, is Carrick in the mix for the manager's job when it comes available? Happy New Year to all at the pub. I've got, I've got actually, I've got another West Ham name to throw in the hat. So, Carrick, Sean, do you think he's in the frame?
3: Well, I could tell a story, but I can't tell a little nearer. Oh, right, you can't. No, that's I, I was told. by to,
1: actually. You know this, don't you?
3: <laughs> so I was told, uh, Carrick, uh, and it came from <laughs> no, I can't really. Come. A man in a pub, wasn't it? Sean? It wasn't a man in a pub, no. Oh, no. But anyway,
1: don't worry about where it came from. It
3: it was a West Ham employee who got it off a West Ham employee, right? Yeah. You know where this came from, don't you? Yeah. And the word was that Carrick was asked, would you, was contacted by an Edith Medri and said, if you were available in the summer, would you be interested in in the manager's job in the summer, if it was available, right? So there's a lot of ifs and buts there. That's how it was reported to me, uh, for people very close to Carrick, uh, who knew, as I say, people who currently work for West Ham. So uh, I reported that. um, (coughs) Our friends over Clowney-Hugh sent it to the senior source, who immediately shut it down and went, we have not approached Carrick. He is not, you know, we're happy with our manager. And so it depends how you ask the question. Hmm. If West Ham were clever, right, they would be having conversations through intermediaries asking who might be available over the summer, whether Sullivan or the board were thinking of replacing David Moyes or not, because you should have a plan B. You could have a exactly you should have right. a contingency plan. So yes. I don't think it means anything. No. Do I think Carrick was approached about his availability? Yes, I probably yes. do.
1: Is the name for you still? Go on. Championship manager, West Ham Links, doing better than Michael Carrick. Liam Rossignol. Liam Manning. Liam Rossignol.
2: Oh really?
3: Liam. Oh. Okay. Who who is he managing?
1: Hull City. Who
2: oh, is he? Oh. Okay.
1: Little Leroy, son of, uh, West Ham fan as a kid. Uh, obviously his dad played for us. Uh. And, and there he is, sitting on the edge of the playoffs with Hull City. A fantastic achievement. Fair play. Doing some good I, I, things. I
2: immediately thought Manning because um, he yeah. was in our youth, managed yeah. our youth, didn't he? And we played him. Yeah. he's got Bristol now. But yeah, yeah good shout. But good
1: there, shout. There's, there's, just keep your eye on, you know, you know because at the, at the end of the day, if we're looking at managers in the championship, um, Carrick's done a good job with, with Middlesbrough, but there are people doing better jobs. Act, surprise, but, prize, the act. only thing I would say to this, yeah, is, is that an upward step?
2: A lot of fans will see it as a backward step. Hmm. Wouldn't they? Yeah. And it here's wouldn't bother me, yeah, but irony. it's just,
1: it would make me laugh. Yeah.
2: The irony is that people want Alonso, but where did Alonso start? He started he was managing the B team. All right, it was Real Madrid, but he was managing the B team yeah. before he got a, a senior job. So a lot of people would look at a championship manager and go, that's a backward step. Mm. That's yeah. not necessarily the case, is it? As no, as well, it's, it it's not.
3: No. Our no. our plan only to do Twitter and not Facebook to keep this podcast under two hours has failed because we're. No, I didn't say it was to keep
1: it under two hours. Yeah, yeah? Okay. and perhaps Sean, you hadn't retweeted it. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah probably that
1: was. Yeah, the best <laughs> 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 quite when I see that, I thought, "Well, there <laughs> you go. You're like a turkey voting for Christmas. You, aren't
3: you?" Yeah, yeah, cool.
1: Uh, Evening, gents, is Anthony Connings, with a G. I don't know why. But I listened back to a 2012 podcast after a 2-1 win, sending us top. All agreed it was boring football with players played out of position. Oh, our times have <laughs> changed. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, well, that was dice ball, wasn't it? <laughs> which current player manager are you looking forward to reading their autobiography? Uh, which current player manager are you looking forward... I, I, I mean, if Moyes ever does a book... It'd be interesting to read. Um,
2: I I'd think... be interested to, to know really what was going on in the background. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I, I said
3: last week, um, or the week before, actually, I really want one of these fly on the wall documentaries, you know, that they've done on with David Moyes to really put a, End to what goes on, you know. That funny thing boy, is, I bet West
1: Ham would and... want. I bet West Ham would would love Amazon to right. so rock up. Secret, don't tell
3: anyone. If I tell you, don't tell anyone. Okay, yeah. West Ham are in negotiations for a major documentary behind the scenes, but All it's right. supposed to be a secret. Okay. So only tell our eight listeners. Okay. Is,
1: is it? Is it? Is it with? Is it? Is it with? Um, is it with people that? that that use Prime as a logo, but it's not a drink. I can't reveal
3: anymore because it's a
2: secret. All right, okay. Is that going to be our new sponsors as well?
3: I can't reveal
2: anymore because it's
3: a secret.
1: All right. (laughs) I can't see Amazon being our sponsors, can you? We'd be more DPD, really, wouldn't we? (laughs) Isn't it? Delivered by pricks and divs. (laughs)
2: I don't know. Amazon wouldn't wouldn't be too bad.
1: I can't see Amazon.
2: there will be no name... Picking a
1: football team
3: because... anytime soon. Do you know why? Why? Well, I think I said last week. Did you? um, Yeah, I said to Kieran, the problem is they're trying to sell assets, advertising assets, as part of the package that West Ham now own after paying £4 million in rent. And West Ham will not sign off on a naming rights partner until it's agreed on how the split will be because, guess what? The uh, the contract is ambiguous on, on who gets uh, what and the split over the first four million. So, um, you know, the, the rumour and the reports that there's going to be a new uh, naming rights partner, no time soon. No time soon. A little bit of smoke and mirrors, that is. More about the London mayoral election than anything else, if you ask me. No. Oh, right, okay. Well, we didn't. But... No, I know you didn't.
1: Yeah. All right, okay. That's that it? it. Anything else? Any other business, Sean?
2: I don't think so. Um... Hmm. Well, there is one bit of business. Score. On. On. If we don't buy any uh, players, how many of our um, academy players might uh, be given an opportunity to break through?
1: Well... Funny enough, one score tonight, and there's a bit of me that thinks with Mabama is that actually he's just as good and that's Gideon Kadua
2: yeah he's an excellent and he for me
1: that I watched the youths play three times last year he was as good as Mabama but because Mabama was the one on the fringes of the first team he was the one that everyone was looking at yeah and in he I mean Still you was at the final as well, wouldn't you? I was, yeah. yeah. In, you know, um Kadua was outstanding. Captain and of the t- t- Captain of the Under Eighteens. Yeah. Absolutely um, excellent player. Was it Danchester's
2: as well? <laughs> Danchesters. There were it's interesting that Olli you know Ollie Skiles uh, played, played one game yeah, yeah. and everyone was waxing lyrical about him. And I yeah. said there's an awful lot of other players yeah. that are better than Ollie Skiles in, in the what was then the under eighteens.
0: Yeah.
2: But um you know, there's one player, isn't there, that that could leapfrog over uh, Mobama, who is also mm. a striker. Callum Marshall.
1: Yeah. That's true. That's true. Because
2: if we don't buy players, we're going to have to look at, if we are really that short of um, players in the squad... Mm-hmm. We're going to have to look at the under-21s, aren't we? They, yeah. I've been reading the, the details about how they played against Wickham, and they were unlucky to lose tonight. All right. They really gave them a a, a game, and there was, there was a last-minute clearance off the line as well. But uh, then there's a lot of pla a lot of fans that go don't want Moyes anywhere near the young players because he'll ruin them.
1: No. <laughs> well, yeah, it's horses for courses, isn't it?
3: Anyway, I, I just was, can't see
1: him falling back to that.
3: Anyway, let's do some predictions, shall we? Our... I
1: predict we won't play again next week.
3: Why? I thought we'll we were could... playing Bristol.
1: Oh, yeah, of course we are. Tuesday, isn't it?
3: Yeah. yeah. I predict... I mean, we are we'll probably recalled on the Monday, but that's just in case we don't...
1: How many tickets did were, were sold for Bristol still?
3: 3,000. 000... Sold out. Four hundred no, yeah. four hundred, yeah. Right eighteen right. points. I, don't know
1: <laughs> I, should go. I did get offered one. Uh which I turned down because I've got, I've um I've, I've been off work last last couple of days, so I've got I'm gonna be in work.
3: Go on, let's do a prediction. But, but there's been l
1: there's been a few tickets I've seen offered about.
2: Yeah. <laughs> people have bought know, people, think... people are bought for the points.
1: No, yeah, and and
2: but they're not they're cheap, cheap. I don't
1: no. knock, but I'm not going to knock people for doing that because...
3: They're 35 because quid.
2: It's no, not no. that. It, it, it's the, quid they were. If, if huh? you, 10, ten quid, quid. If you play the oh, I... game, yeah, if you
1: want to get to away games, you need the points. Yeah. Last season, I didn't play the game. And I've paid the price this season. Yeah. Because I went from 30 points down to 7.
3: Oh, yeah, 10 quid. So um, Under 19's a fiver Yeah
1: It's it, it, You know it, What did it sell out How many points did it sell out
2: 18 18 points Yeah mm, it Went quite low Went
1: quite that's, low That's quite low They must have done it in a weird block then How many they points had massive blocks now, of tickets now? Yeah now. That's yeah. what I thought They didn't do it in yeah. 38, 38 37. Me I think I'm 10
2: God. You are low Because I've, I've got more than you Yeah yeah, but like you always so. get lucky in the ballot, Sean, so it's not a problem.
3: That is true. Yeah.
2: Well, not lately. I've though. never found anyone that gets as lucky as you.
1: No, oh, no, but it's oh, well. not been many. I'm lucky that people like me still. I don't need a ballot. Well, I know
2: it's <laughs> been
3: people. And whether they like me or not, they still sell me some tickets, yeah. right? Yeah,
1: once. <laughs> no, more than once. Anyway. Uh, other news
3: 15 I've got 15 points
1: this is the second podcast I've recorded today
3: oh is it what what else did you record
1: I recorded a security podcast no yeah on your own no someone that does a security podcast got me on
3: oh excellent
1: so if you you, so that's a good question. What is it called?
3: <laughs> You've done a podcast, you don't know what it's.
1: i It's not. What makes it worse is it's it's someone that uh, they got me on because they used to use me uh, back in the day.
3: What are you talking about, Paxton door entry systems? Uh,
1: no, I don't lower myself to talk about Paxton door entry systems. The reason why I mentioned that to you is just to impress you that I could tell by the beep of your door what system you had. Oh, did you? Um.
3: Is it is it uh, high vision, Hikvision uh, CCTV systems?
1: No, because that's Chinese, isn't it? And yeah. obviously now, you know, you, you shouldn't really uh, use it. It's lot, called the The not so precise podcast oh. by Lee Dorman. There you go. Uh, I'll, I'll put a link up. I'll, if, I'll stick a you, link.
3: If you if you're suffering from insomnia. Yeah. Uh, I
1: tell you what. From this is the shortest podcast I've ever done. Uh, uh, because he, he did ask me how long it normally lasts when I do a West Ham podcast. And because uh, uh, he, his average 45 minutes, and I yeah. chuckled, and I said, well, we've been known to do over three hours. We yeah. have. Uh, and, and that was on a non-match day week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, 40 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. So I discussed security industry and my career in it.
3: Anyway, uh, two hours 10 we've done tonight. Yeah. I've got to go uh, and, and do other stuff with the family. Let's do a quick got to prediction. go and lie down after this. Um, replay. Uh, Bristol. Nigel. Uh, does lose. it go straight to penalties after this? Yeah, it does. No lose. extra time?
1: Mm, I don't know. No, there might be extra time, but it's definitely... It's, 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 penalties, no. right. Okay. Lose. Not like the old days where you could have free replays. Lose? Lose. Yeah. How many? 1-0.
3: Okay, uh, stell.
2: we're going to scrape it one nil. All
3: right, I'll go for <laughs> uh, a win on penalties. Uh, we'll go to extra time if there is extra time, and we'll win on penalties. There you go. So there's three different choices. Stel, give a quick plug um, for your YouTube thingy. Uh, West Ham boys, that's it on yeah, YouTube. West Ham on YouTube for you YouTubers and. Uh, Anyway, uh, I've been Sean. Sure. Nigel has been...
1: Might, I might have another podcast for next week.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So, I've done... I've finally finished... Still knows... I've finally finished it still. The West Ham Managers um, spreadsheet. And <laughs> oh, I'm three yeah. Three quarters of the way through <laughs> writing it up. I'm, I'm on 3,500 words. I mean, that's a long article, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, so... so um and then the bit of me thought Let's I could actually re, I could record this as a podcast.
3: Yeah, why not?
1: And explain it and 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 our, uh, I'll work out mathematically who is the greatest West End manager.
2: Ooh. Is Moy still way on top? Oh don't, oh, don't give away still. the... <laughs> you yeah. can cut that out. Anyway, right. <laughs> um
3: Anyway, that's all we have time for. Uh, we should be back next week about me coughing. Who knows? We might have John. We might have Len. Or we might have another guest. We might have another surprise breath. But, Stel, thanks for standing in tonight. You're always welcome. Go and listen to West Ham voice. Uh, he talks a lot of sense. And his sources are impeccable. Come on, you irons.
2: Bobby <laughs> Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast.